With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply. This week on the program, break out your Harvey Danger CDs and tighten up that 90s bowl cut because today we're talking about disturbing behavior. I'm Andrew Jupin. A dangerously horny Steven Sadak. Eric Siska. <laughs> Flagpole Sitta. And I'm Angelica Jade Bastian, bitches. Woo! And we hate movies. <laughs> Welcome to the Fine Program. Thank you for tuning in. As always, that's right. We are talking about 1998's Disturbing Behavior, uh, directed by X-Files legend David Nutter. And here to join us, back to the program, our good friend, vulture film critic and all-around kick-ass person, Angelica Jade Bastian. Welcome! Oh, thank you. I'm so happy to be back. I don't think the audience is ready for the bitch to be back. And she's <laughs> off her leash. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Oh I've lost my mind. Well, this is- <laughs> That's scary. Oh, no. Sure. Chain her up again. She's a little off. <laughs> this episode was often promised. This is your return disturbing behavior. You wanted it. You wanted this. Which is like, yes. why the fuck? I knew you would bring that up, that I was the one that was like, yeah, let's do disturbing behavior. And up, I can Steve. explain. I can mm-hmm. explain. I watched this movie so many times in wow. my youth wow. as a young little girl. And I and I didn't remember anything about it except for two things. The ending and yep. um, James Marsden's cheekbones, jawline. Oh, you, you know. can't forget those. Pretty nice. <laughs> they they Pretty have nice. them all covered up in this movie, but I'm like, I know there's a fine-ass body under that. Oh, yeah. He starts shedding layers towards the end. Towards the end, you start yes. seeing a little bit more, <laughs> yeah, but not, yeah, not as that, much as you would like. It must have been hard to be a hunk in the 90s because he's still... Uh, that It was great for me in the 90s because, you know, everyone's wearing, like, fucking Sherman Mao-esque kind of outfits, but... <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everybody's right. doing that, Steve. Yes. Baggier clothing is what you're <laughs> Thing. Yes, yes. Right. Yeah, no, the Jinko jeans era was the era to be Steve Sadie. <laughs> Chairman Mao believed in comfort first. Exactly. Yeah. I'm just yeah. imagining Mao in like Fubu too, like all, just yeah. all the new fashions that you've got out there. And Angelica, I assumed you just had like an absolutely atomic Nick Stahl take. I didn't, I mean, I didn't know. I have what a else lot of been. Nick Stahl thoughts. Mm. We oh, will really? get into okay. that. Are they because are they missing right now? Just like he was for a fashion. <laughs> <laughs> I have a soft right? spot for him. Did he disappear or something? Yeah, he, yes, he seems he, like he dealt yes. with a, a lot. I'm just sure, yeah, yeah, sure, 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 sure. <laughs> But he, I will say this: the presence saying, of it's okay to be missing. That's all. It is Listen, okay to be missing. The Absolutely. presence of Nick Stahl signals to you, uh, like immediately. When this movie was made, oh, you don't totally. need to look at the clothes. Mm-hmm. You don't need to listen to the music on the soundtrack. You just need to see that dude's name in the credits mm-hmm. of a major motion picture, and you know what's up. 
It was a ten year. It was a ten year gap. It was ninety five to two thousand five. That was <laughs> yes. Nick Stahl was yeah, allowed that was to his, be in your movie. <laughs> that was his era. But he did give us something. Okay, he yeah. not this movie. Not this movie. No. This movie Carnival. Carnival, baby. Hell I yeah. fucking love that show. I need to yep. do a rewatch. I haven't watched it like all the way through in a long time. But yeah. I watched it while it was airing. This is so dating myself because like anyone <laughs> under the age of Anything? Like, <laughs> what the fuck are you talking? Andrew and sure. Steve are watching it while it was airing. Oh I yeah, remember we watched it. Strolling into the dorm room one day, and they're just like Carnival, Carnival. <laughs> I, just, I just left. Yes, you just we, you turned around like Grandpa Simpson at the cat house. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that that little the little, the little yep. hat. Two <laughs> seasons, great cliffhangery ending that never oh, will yeah. be resolved. Nope. I, uh, yeah, Nick Stahl, I saw him outside, speaking of him being missing, it was, it felt like it was right after. I, 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 you thought you sister, found him? Yes, kind of. My, <laughs> sister, my sister had a kid. I walked out of Babies R Us with a gift and I saw um, Nick Stahl on 14th Street. I was like, holy shit, is that, am I the first one to see him? <laughs> Are you sure it was him or just another guy with a weird looking head? Yeah, it could have been. He does been have a, weird... a very weird shaped head. There's a lot of, <laughs> There's like a lot of things visually happening in this movie, like with mm. how people are presenting themselves that not like great. fucking cracked me up. But I will say this. There is not much of a movie here. By the end oh. of it, I was like, I was like, well, I haven't seen them in a while. So we'll talk a lot of shit about other things at least. Oh, yeah. Sure. Catching up. A couple of buds catching up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Just some buds. We- we should say that the reason it's barely a movie and it feels so like disjointed and fucking chunky and terrible is because this was an MGM chop job. Oh. This movie had like 30 minutes ripped out of it after like five disastrous test screenings. They kicked the editor out and brought like the studio's editor in to try Ooh. to fix it. Real disaster <laughs> town with this shit. Ooh, Which not is good. fine, yeah. but I mean, it couldn't have been that good. Let's just be no. completely honest. It couldn't honest have been that good, right. but maybe, maybe there would have been something else. It keeps it, throughout the entire movie. I was like, there has to be more to this shit, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, like yeah. there's more to this, right? No, that, this is it. Oh, this <laughs> yeah. is what y'all came up with. Oh, that's cute. Speaking <laughs> I, of, let me. What's cute oh. is this little buddy there from Hopewell yeah. that I'm this about to. This little beer you have. Yeah. This little. It's literally <laughs> called y'all, little buddy, a little lager by Hopewell. Hopewell is a great brewery in Chicago. Nice. Um, which James Marsden's character is from. Why did I, like, There's every time Chicago was yeah. bitching, I was like, ew, Ooh, yes, bitch, in my apartment. And well, you're like, just hoping to run into James Marsden in Chicago. Like, okay, oh, let's hi. Talk about, let's yeah. talk about this for a second. Let me tell y'all, let me tell y'all, there are no man, no man, no man who looks like James Marsden. Who lives in Chicago? Chicago. (laughs) The white men here, I do not know what happened to them, their sense of style and sense of self and looks, but it Mm -hmm. is aggressively mid. And I I can testify to that as someone who has lived in Chicago now. This year marks 15 years. Wow. 15 years. So if there was a guy that looked like James Marsden in Chicago, you'd like him to star in the box. Right. As in my box. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's my box. yeah. You know, think- James Marston, let me tell you, you know, he's not gonna listen to this, but sure. thankfully. He, he might. Uh, hey, maybe. Maybe, you know, he has a lot. Oh, I was just about to say he has a lot of time on his hands. Ooh, that was mean. Let me stop. <laughs> he's not incorrect. I have nothing but goodwill towards James Marsden. I do too. He's oh, yeah. very, very, very hot. 
And yes. I wrote one of my favorite acting essays on I on the fact that I think he's a great actor who just has like a really not interesting career. Because yeah. he's super talented. He can dance. He can sing. He can look very, very hot. Very, <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, no, I'm serious. I saw a picture of his son who I think is getting into modeling or acting or whatever. And I'm like, man, that must really suck for your father to look like that. Because like you're like <laughs> fine looking. But like yeah. he's like point <laughs> because white men don't be looking like that these days. You know no. what I mean? Back, no. I don't know what happened. What what recipes were lost? But well, where are the Paul Newmans? I, I, I can I they're can feel more. this actually. Uh, as you said, they're not being made in Chicago anymore. Uh, uh, men as attractive as James Marsden. They are born. They are born orc-like from the ground. Mm. There are fields yeah. in England and Canada where they are pulled out of the <laughs> ground. Harvested. Now these these fields are now depleted. Of course, mm. I mean it's been years and years and years. We've been birthing the the hot sure. white men from Canada right. and, and fracking from England. Ain't helping, you know, no, no it's totally it's supply chain, chain issues. Really all that, I mean, that all that goes into it. I mean, we're chopping down trees, and those are the lifeblood of hot white men who live in the ground for like I believe nine months. I'm, uh, I'm just curious like how normal. long this is going to go. Yeah, I was like, where is this going? Speaking of Spe- where is this going, I'm going to the moon. I'm there you go. Mm-hmm. I would like to posit that I think the problem with why James Marsden isn't in... Uh, Good movies? Know, quote, unquote, better movies, yeah, is because he is a very talented character actor that's too hot to be a character actor. Sure. Yeah. You know Can what I mean? We, yeah, let's get into that because I think... I think we're in a really weird spot in American film. I mean, I'm always saying this, but it's like we don't really have lanes for character actors the way we used to. No way. In a lot of ways, even television, because like stars have moved over to there. Like it's it's just there's no oxygen for the character actor who can work in like these great mid-budget musicals, comedies, rom-coms. If romantic comedies were still, you know, a force, James mm-hmm. Marsden would be cleaning up because he's fine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's charming. He's fine. He looks <laughs> like he can fuck. He's sure. fine. Like, I flirted with him when I interviewed him a few years ago. Yeah. Uh, many years you. ago. Um, and I think it was a mutual flirtation, to be honest. Because okay. Now we're talking. Like, he was like, oh, you know, I read the essay you wrote about me. And I was like, oh, my God. Thank you, James. <laughs> See, he's like, going you know, to listen to this. We yeah, James. <laughs> James, if you're listening, if you're single, I don't care about being a stepmom. Let's do this. <laughs> if you're listening, X-Men 2, X-Men United, really good. You're underutilized in those films, dude. FYI. He's not a bad Cyclops. They just don't know what to do with Cyclops. They don't. No. They didn't period. care. And they didn't. They, after that first movie, they quickly realized it was the Hugh Jackman show. Yes. With those, that trilogy or whatever. And yeah. that dude yeah. just got thrown to the back seat. And like, Poor guy. yeah, I always thought he was good Scott Summers. He's, sure. you know, Is I'm, I'm going to list it all again. He's fine. He's very talented. <laughs> He's fine again. He's uh, funny. He's very funny. He's yeah. very funny. You know, very light on his feet in terms of like. I don't know. He's also very engaged when you talk to him. Some actors just do not give a fuck. But I guess he knew I liked him, so he was like, "Let me give this girl some flirtation." I don't what know. What were you? What were you talking to him for? Like, was it for a specific? Um, Westworld. Film? It was like oh. second season oh, okay. of Westworld. I'm pretty sure because that's that's like what my piece was pegged to, and I'm pretty sure that that's what the interview was like linked to as well. Um, it's hmm. funny you mentioning um, 
that the director of Disturbing Behavior is a big X-Files dude. I want to hear more about that. Obviously, for good reasons. Look who is on my shoulder. Oh, oh yes. that's just... Bu- I couldn't, I couldn't figure it out. That's really awesome. For the listener, Angelica has uh, Fox Mulder and Dana Scully uh, pictures behind her. Portraits. I was going to yeah, say really, paintings, but... It, it's really, really good posters by this artist I dig that I got at Pitchfork several years ago and it's oh, just nice. like these look cool it, it's like portraiture and like on the back of it it's a, or below each picture it's like one is a poster of just Mulder looking out with them dead eyes <laughs> you know and uh, Miss Scully giving the world everything she, you need everything you want everything that can be gotten because hello she's a boss ass bitch mm. but it says trust me Scully on the bottom of his poster and then on the bottom of her poster, it's Mulder. It's me. And it's like, damn, he knows. He knows. He knows who it is. You're the only one calling that cell phone. Yeah. Can we start yes. with the... I just want to start with these credits. I'm sorry. Oh, the sure. The credits terrible. I've ever seen in my entire goddamn life. I don't know what the fuck anyone was thinking with these open. What is it supposed to be? It looks like the inside of your eyelid, like when you're like staring at the sun. Is that really what it's supposed to be? Because it's supposed to be like the, uh, the injection going into the eye when the kids get the microchip. Wow. That's so deep. Things are going to come into focus. Don't you understand throughout the 86 minute runtime? Like Uh, directed by David Nutter. I mean, that one's really bad, Chris, because, like, I don't know, with most stories, things come into focus by the end. You know what I mean? That's not a good one. But it's, like, very low-key, like, um, DVD menu, like, and then, bam, every five minutes. And it's, like, without any rhyme or reason that it's, like, I don't know, dude, that's just a fucking assistant editor. What are we talking about? The the font of the disturbing (laughs) behavior title specifically with the lights behind it, I'm, like, are we going to the moon? Like, what, what is happening here? <laughs> it looks fake. It looks like that, a fake movie is about to be shown to me, which it kind of is. It is. The, so. noise, the noise was reminding me of a knockoff uh, Texas Chainsaw. Uh, okay, yeah. But what this sounds like, though, is when motherfuckers would buzz in on, like, who's, or uh, not whose line is anyway, who wants to be a millionaire? Oh, yeah. It sounds like someone's buzzing in on a game show every fucking time. And they, they are making this noise throughout the movie because it's the noise that happens whenever they get horned up and like their little Terminator yeah. eye goes off or whatever the fuck. <laughs> it's so dumb. Can I just say, I had a weird fear watching the credits because I was like, oh God, is this going to be the second movie I've seen this week that has some weird fetus shit? Is this going to be some fetus shit? Because <laughs> oh. I, like, I saw Blonde two days mm. ago. And- oh boy. And your head's still on your shoulders, so that's kind of a good sign. They start when she's a fetus and we <laughs> see no, there's her There's a talking fetus and Blonde. There's a talking feat. Wow. Is it voiced by Bruce Willis? It should be. <laughs> and so I was like having flashbacks. I was like, do I have PTSD from this movie? I'm afraid oh, a fetus no. is going to start talking at the beginning of these credits. What's happening? No, <laughs> it just it's just a dude getting uh, getting sexy with a girl in a car here, right? Oh, That's yeah. Very uh, sexy. Little, little lookout car. Quintessential and- teenage activity, making out and uh, murder. Uh, cause he wants, she wants to fool around and he wants she to wants hold to... on to his fluids. Like Jordan oh, yeah. Peterson Let... over here. Yeah. Let's let's that dialogue. I was screaming at some of the dialogue in this movie, but especially this scene. Cause she's like, what's your deal? And he's like, you know, I have my game and I need to keep my fluids. And I was like, wait, what? 
<laughs> like, wait, wait, wait. I, I rebounded. I was, well, sort of. I, I hit, yeah, I rebounded, sort of. That is a, um, it's a jog back and put the subtitles on. Like, yeah, I was like, say fluid. I was like, because like, the oh, street, let me write like, this down. If he keeps all the cum in him, the stream of those little sperms going forward helps propel you a little bit when yeah. you're running. That's yeah, what that's I've energy. heard. That's what I've oh. heard. That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's how it works. Uh, and then mm-hmm. she's like, he's like, why'd you do that to your body? And it's like, let's get out of the car at that point. Because you got a tattoo. Yeah. Like, why would you do that to your body? <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. Oh, self, oh, that's self-mutilation. And then she's like. Uh, self mutilate this fluid boy, and she starts sucking him off. And I'm like, <laughs> like that'll show you, hang on, hang on <laughs> lady. <laughs> All right, you know what? As a punishment for demeaning me, I'm gonna give you a blowjob, Mister. Yeah, look, look yeah out. I'm like, what sort of? That's not how. What? This is giving men <laughs> yeah. all the wrong ideas of how life works. And I'll tell you right now, a creepy ass song to be like parked to about to get fucking sucked off is Flies Got You, parentheses, Where I Want You. Good yeah. lord. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was- Great song, not for making out. I kind of wanted to see her smile at the camera with like razor sharp teeth as she was about to go (laughs) or something like that just to make this even out. But no, it just happens for a little bit and he starts getting the uh, horny vision Mm -hmm. uh, with the the red stuff and then he just snaps her neck. uh, While she's going downtown, by the way, and I got to tell you, buddy. That's dangerous, right? Yeah, this brainwashed murderer, you know, like she's doing that to you and you break her neck. What if there's like, you know, jaw lock or something? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Then you're not playing in the game on Friday. Yeah, no. like you can't play in the game if you don't got a dick, bitch. Like, why would <laughs> when did you wait after like it just seemed like maybe not the most thought out um no. situation, but I don't no. have a dick. So like maybe people are just snapping necks um while they're well, getting blowjobs and then calling yeah. women sluts more often men, than I know. When men get aroused, they often have violent vision is, visions and they want to snap next. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. you're saying that's a joke, but honestly. No, no, it's true. <laughs> it's sadly true, but I don't, I don't know why I'm smiling. Instead of uh, breaking your neck, why not say thank you? How about that? Exactly. <laughs> I, I love uh, a great a thank you after thank a blowjob. And mm-hmm. Angelica, yeah, wow, that was that was great. Thanks, girl. No, actually, <laughs> don't so say much. thanks, girl, to me after <laughs> yeah. a blowjob. I think I'd be a little bothered. <laughs> I don't know. Saying thank you after something like that, like someone just passed the ketchup. <laughs> exactly. I mean, yeah. yeah. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Oh, oh thanks. thanks. So much. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Oh, all right. That's actually insulting. Do you know how much work goes into a blowjob? <laughs> Precisely. A mere thank you doesn't okay. begin That's to cover. a lot. Breath control. Oh. You know, speaking of blowjobs, there's a blowjob scene in Blonde. And I'm going to leave it at that. <laughs> there you go. Graphic blowjob scene. Era. I this movie. <laughs> I get the feeling this is going to be coming back a few times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, also, Nick Stahl, we got ourselves a creeper peeper here. He's, oh my he's God. in the bush. With his dog. With Ooh, the dog. dog. Yeah, he's like yeah. smoking pot. What's that's he doing to that ew. dog? Yeah. Yeah, what is he? But also, what happened to the dog? I was so yes. mad. It we finished. had great dog acting, little red bandana. It's mm-hmm. like, it's like, hey, Nick Stahl, hey, hey, here's somebody making out in a car. You want to watch that, right? Because you ain't got shit to do. You want to just jerk off? Okay, hey, hey, hey. hey. Oh, oh, yeah. Th- thanks, Nick Stahl. 
Like that's what the dog was doing, right? Like so, it's like a, it's like a, a hunting dog. But Nick Stahl walks through the forest with this thing in the middle of the night. This dog sniffs out people making out, so then Nick Stahl can jerk off to it. It's, it's Pacific that's, Northwest that's it. Son of Sam is what we're talking mm-hmm. about. That's yeah. true. The dog like, should have got the microchip eye implant by the end. You know, <laughs> I, I, but it He's can now only a good be. Boy. I mean, it must be something like that. Somebody must have that kind of vision because, like, you can't like you're you're seeing the top of the car. From where mm, Nick Stahl yes. and the thing is. He couldn't see them making out. He He's like binocular. peeping on them like the cops, like coming to yes. get them, I guess. Well, you know what, though, Chris? It's just the knowledge that that's what's going the idea. on. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm, it's know, just eroticism. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. he's using his imagination from there. <laughs> or maybe it's he's the like really into cars, you know? Yeah. Sure. Mm. It's oh, that could be. It's like a yeah. Teton thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I got it. I understand that. I really get that as a woman. <laughs> and the cops come and they're like, oh, hey, Randy, you ready for the big game on Saturday? Oh, dead girl in your car, huh, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't worry about it. <laughs> oh, another dead girl, isn't Andy? Okay. But that's and- the weirdest part. It's like, that would be the way the scene should go. But then he yes. murders another cop. And the cop is still like, ah, Andy, boys will be boys. And I'm like, ah. that's not how even, <laughs> even the worst cop is like, yo, dude, you killed another cop. Well, now I'm going to murder you or well, whatever. Well, this the is fuck. the problem because we don't, we never get a full understanding mm-hmm. of just like the reach of Bruce yeah. Greenwood in this movie. Like, spoiler alert, Bruce Greenwood plays and like his mustache. This, and that oh, fucking yes. incredible so mustache. Good. He plays like a scientist that is doing like brain implant stuff, behavioral issue things. But he has like a grasp on this town that is never explained. Like he's just at the school and he's presented as like the school counselor, basically. It's weird. But he's got this whole operation and the whole town's under his thumb. And we don't know why by the end of the 83 minutes. There should be more backstory there. Like his family was like, maybe the school's named after his family or something. He's like a long time son of the town. Yeah. 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 It's, it's, I think one of the things that kneecaps this movie is it's, which is probably because of the chop job, as Andrew mentioned, is just like the world building is shit and doesn't like fully track. So it's like really hard to understand like, okay, so how big of a town is this? How small of a town is this? Because it seems like there's just a one high school, but then I don't know. It's kind of hard to understand like, right. I, I don't think the I think the parents are very specifically uh, shown as not knowing. Yeah, like they don't know what's going on. And like that. The truth is, is like they just pick and choose what they want him to be in total control over. Like Steve Railsback, the main cop uh, from Life Force fame, of course. Uh, and and oh, Nuki, he, of course, as well. And Nuki, yes. Uh, he is, he's this guy, and like he covers th- th- like three almost murders or violent murders. Like, the three violent the, the freak incidents. Outs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he has to put paper them all over, and Bruce Greenwood and him never talk. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, they don't right. even have a scene together. You need, you need more like parlor scenes, something to set this shit up. And like, yeah. are, does it cost money for this procedure? Is that what Bruce Greenwood is getting, or is it about controlling the town? Like, and where are they getting like, the khakis? That's suddenly, a great question. You get the you get the you get the procedure done. Suddenly, you're wearing the khakis and the loafers, hair and you're gel. dressing preppy. Yeah, lots it's, of it's, hair gel. That makes me. Well, think that stuff's that the probably parents, all part of it. 
It's right. like an orientation like, package they get. <laughs> right. Yeah, like you come out from, you know, the anesthetic, you know, they they put you under to do this thing maybe, right? And then like you come out of it and there's a little bag for you mm. next to the bedside and it's your new cult uniform. It's Yeah, exactly. It's like the um the Ned Flanders re-education thing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Which is kind of what this movie is too. Um, I think <laughs> part of it is they 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 put too much stock in this being a movie set on like a tiny island. I feel like they're making the setting do a lot of that work that we're saying the movie actually doesn't do. Cause it's like, okay, if it's a small Island thing, you know, then it's like a midnight mass, you know, yeah. a lot of people are going to be on it very easily. It's a, it's a small town cause it's an Island. So they're susceptible to this kind of stuff. But again, we don't know anything but, about anything. We don't know and, if it's the only school on, on the, on the, on the, on the Island and whatever, presumably it is, but, yeah. And, and you don't it's it's not about the town. Like none of it is about the town. It's about the kids. And like yeah, you get like the, the one scene with them uh sneaking into the meeting, but like the meeting isn't treated as like uh, sinister or anything like that, yeah. which you might want to do if that is what you're trying to put across here, right. all the control they have. But like there's none of that. None of it at all. Cuz it's like it, you're trying to do the Stepford wives, but then to your point Chris, yes you need to establish the community and like even like, or even establish the high school better than this. Like there's that one scene where uh, it's great. So James Marsden and uh, he has a sister, Catherine Isabel of ginger snaps and uh, Freddie. Woo. Uh, yeah. Woo. American uh, Mary, all those horror films. Oh, yeah. oh right. I forgot yeah. she's American Mary, yeah. but she yeah. does she's nothing dope. in this movie, right? Absolutely nothing. She doesn't she's do sister. anything. I was like, Miss Ginger Snaps. I thought they were gonna. <laughs> I thought they were gonna bring Miss Ginger Snaps like back in with the little blonde. We'll talk about later. Is just at yeah. the home, like which I was like, you know, y'all okay. <laughs> this movie is so frustrating to me because I actually think someone should remake it because there's something here that I kind of there's find really weird and freaky. I think there is a way to do this story, do basically like a teenager high school Stepford Wives thing yep. and do it right. And I think part of it that they were getting towards with that director's cut that's not here is also like, shit, man, make it fucking violent. Like there was a lot of that that was cut out of the movie. And, you know, for the for, you know, one of the things was, I guess, like MGM, you know, he was trying to do a headier kind of paranoid thriller thing and the studio was like no just make scream we want scream mm -hmm. but but then like they excised all the violence and they excised like mm -mm. presumably scares there's no real like jump scares no or there's anything. no jump so, scares there's nothing scary yeah about the movie at all it's barely but it, could, moody. it could be a scary movie though it could yeah, no. it really could you have that <laughs> albino bitch. oh uv my guy UV. I love yeah, let's, guy. let's get back to getting into the plot. We're like all over the place. I'm sorry. Uh, but UV, finally some representation for me. Yeah. I was like, oh, I, I yeah. was like, Eric must really feel seen with this very strange, uh, you know, they, strange they took, white they boy. A, they took a brunette actor and put white face on, whiter face on him. Uh -huh. And it offended I me. I gotta Powder say, face. UV yes. is quite annoying. And it's got nothing to do oh. with the albino. It's like that super fake Spicoli stoner voice that he's doing. Like, mm, you're yeah. talking about subtitles. Like, what was that UV? What are <laughs> yeah. we talking about today? We're on the West Coast. We're near I... Seattle. Yeah, mm -hmm. yes. it's like, well, I really want to unpack this scene later, so I won't get into it. But like one of the things with UVs, UV, 
Jesus <laughs> motherfucking Christ, you gotta be fucked. <laughs> Whoever wrote this screenplay was like really like, oh yeah, I'm really doing it here. <laughs> oh yeah, totally. What? Between that, like the the nickname, and then we are definitely using a lot of slang that I feel no one was using in the late 90s. Speaking of Spicoli, but like mm-hmm. there's some shit. I forget what the exact line, but like Katie Holmes says something at one point. Razor. Razor. In razor oh a my lot. God. Oh, was yes. it Razor? Yeah. Yes. I don't know it if that's what I was thinking of. But that that's, is that's so a bad Razor. One. Oh my <laughs> Lord. So that razor. party last you know night what? was Razor. <laughs> you know what that made me think of though? You're going to hate me here. <laughs> when you, bitches be saying Wizard. No, when bitches be saying Wizard in Star Wars, I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah. bitch, bitch, what? Yeah, well, that's yeah. my opinion on it too. Uh, why say wizard? Yeah, it's kind of stupid, I mean, it, but whatever. It, it's it's kind of stupid, but at least they pull it off better every time. This broads, first of all, she's terrible in this role. She is so improperly cast, in my opinion. I got to tell you, man, I think she's one of the worst to ever do it. I think that she really? is literally like really one terrible. of the worst to ever start talking <laughs> after somebody says action. I really no! believe that. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I don't know if I've like seen her in enough to have a real opinion. I mean, I never, I I've never seen an episode <laughs> of Dawson's Creek. Don't. I've seen a lot of Dawson's Creek. You are yep. so fine. Do not. <laughs> I think maybe I saw like half of Pieces of April one time. I don't know what oh. the hell else she been in. That's plenty. That's uh, plenty Batman. of Pieces of April. The boys, oh, yeah. right, Batman. Um, yeah, but that's not. I mean, I know. Sure, I guess your eyes are She's on actually... Batman when that's on. Yes. <laughs> yeah, your She's eyes are of... on Batman. <laughs> she's kind of terrible oh, in that movie. Actually, she's kind of terrible it. in everything. Chris uh, no, Gavin she's a really about. bad. She's a really bad actor, and she, you know, like if you just looked at her as you know as a human being only through the lens of like her work and whatever star mm-hmm. image she has, you would think this bitch has no motherfucking personality. Yes. So whenever, <laughs> whenever they kept making those jokes about toast, who knew toast came in three different flavors and yeah. toast with the most and all this corny ass shit that these bitches are saying, I was like, that's <laughs> the toast. She's the toast. Yeah. Yeah. No butter, no jam, yeah. no nothing. Yeah. She no. is so... And then I was like, her character is very much Rachel, correct? That's her character's yeah, name? Yeah, that's Rachel. Rachel is very much the kind of character that was meant to appeal to young girls like me who are the gothy weirdos yep. who were like, fuck authority. I don't give a shit. I am I have a hard <laughs> life. And it's like, yes, yeah, some of us did have hard lives, but we also were children. So it kind of shuts the fuck up. But she's just like, there's no, it, it just seems like such a, party city costume she put yes. on yes. like well, two seconds before. It does yeah. not feel like th- a real person. Yeah, no, you're 100% correct about the party city thing because she's definitely cosplaying as like that kind of a girl because oh, like God, yeah. it, the movie stops dressing her like that for the last half of it and the only thing that remains is that like nose ring that she mm-hmm. has. And yeah. then all of a sudden she's just, it's like she took the wardrobe from the Dawson's Creek set and put that on and then yeah. like put a like tore a hole in the jeans at one yes. and then it's like well wait a second like she's introduced wearing like all black there's all this wild cheap jewelry all over that goes away completely they completely lost this character because she finds a love interest in James Marsden and well, yeah. she can be you know, 
I think that's I think that's more what you're supposed to relate to. Not so much like her being a character. Throw that out the window. It's no, in no, the nineties no. now. We're not doing <laughs> yeah. that. No, but you can relate to her as someone who's attracted to James Marsden. Oh, yeah. that you know is what? something that is, that is pretty easy too. That is something that's relatable. <laughs> and the thing with her, I think, is that she was good when she was young and she got unbelievably worse as she got older like where was she I, I good ice storm i think I, oh, okay. I think she's really good in the ice uh, storm i, mean, I think whatever. and i think it's a, a an interesting little role and like i'm not mm. going to go to bat for her or anything yes, but sir. i will say after that it's been a disaster it, it, well, batman begins being like the worst well, yeah of the oh so, well, she's oh. so bad in that it's oh so my god bad, and it's one like of the worst to ever do it just, <laughs> just putting it out there uh, all right i'm not okay. even gonna try to defend her um, but, but I was just looking Chris- at her IMDb. You know, there's there's not a lot here. I mean, I think a lot of these small small roles like Wonder Boys and stuff, which anyone could have done, I could have been yeah, in sure. that movie. She's pretty. She's okay in Wonder Boys, but to your point, it's a very low key role. Yes. I think um, uh, to Chris's point, everybody James Marsden comes to this high school and everyone comes out of the woodwork. Nick Stahl's like, hey man, like he is really. <laughs> friend flirting with this dude a lot which is like, crazy to just immediately give him this weird nickname of stevie boy don't do that to yes, me i stevie don't do that boy. to you the <laughs> high school boy. the high school politics are funny can we like maybe we should like talk about the lay of the land because sure like every good high school movie we get the we're in the cafeteria and <laughs> the group scene oh, God. and and that like actually harkens to what i was going to say about uv and his dialogue after you know, a very verbose Nick Stahl breaks down every group. Uh, UV says shit like, freaks so chic, freaks so this, freaks so that. And I'm like, I'm like, you know what? If I was in this movie, I would be like looking over at this bitch every few seconds like, does he ever shut the fuck up? (laughs) The most annoying dialogue between him and Nick Stahl, like whoever wrote Nick Stahl's dialogue, though, was like, okay, I just watched this great Quentin Tarantino movie. Yeah. But I'm not Quentin Tarantino. Oh, my God. But I do have alcohol and weed. Let's do this shit. (laughs) Uh, uh, Jerking off and typing. Yeah, you're right, because I can't even quote it. All the stuff he talks about the nerds and like, oh, this table likes beer. And then he makes it like almost a poem. It's it's always a fucking shitty version of the clueless one where she breaks down. Like, and that is the actual good one with actual jokes. This one is like screenplay, screenwriting, like. It just goes so up its own ass so yes. quickly. And mm-hmm. to the point where I'm like, D- is any of this going to matter other than the Blue Ribbon Society? Nope. Uh, uh, by the way, no, it doesn't. No, no. Nothing no. but no. us being introduced also, to Blue Ribbon Society is all that matters here. That's all that matters in this scene. But th- introducing all these tables, like here's the nerds, here's like the burnouts or whatever. Here's the yeah. skaters. All those people also, they're like co- they're yes. cosplayers too. Like the nerds yeah. have giant computers oh my God. and shit. Like, <laughs> yes. Oh yeah. Like what I mean, the fuck is happening? Great. Computer chess is going on right now. It's like, <laughs> oh, 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 here I am with my book. Oh my God. Oh my glasses. Whoa. And I'm like, oh yeah. my God. This is like everyone went to Party City and was like, yes. go get your fucking costume. You're a nerd. You're a jock. You yeah. like your car. <laughs> like yeah, the gearheads. I mean, the, the gearhead gear guys, they cut to that table and, you know, like Nick Stahl is like, oh, yeah, and over in the corner, those are the gearheads. Those guys work on cars all the time. And they cut to a corner 
where it may as well be like six fucking huge middle-aged dudes smoking and covered in grease. It is yeah. just like, what are you? Yes. You're in school right now. What yes. are you talking about? What is the casting for? Did I miss the greaser fad in the late 90s? Maybe. I don't remember the greasers I, I, coming I back. No, this this was written in the 1970s. I think. It was yeah, like, like when was this we, written? Who wrote, we did who have this? like car people in sure. our school, you know, but yeah, like of course. they were not dressed in fucking overalls and <laughs> covered with say, you know, like oil all over their face. And overalls and fucking grease smeared on their, like literally smeared on their faces. <laughs> and then there was the skaters and then two black people, maybe one black yeah. person, one brown person, <laughs> but there's definitely yeah, one black that's... person in the little um, the, the good blue, ribbon. blue ribbons. Blue ribbons. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Blue it's ribbon a very, house. It's he used a very... to be Nick Stahl's buddy, and then he, now oh. he isn't anymore. Oh, oh poor no. Nick Stahl. Oh, he, he was losing all his friends, and he was like, oh, this is a conspiracy. Y'all can't hate me. This is a conspiracy. Some <laughs> shit is going on. It's like, no, I'm going to be stop. friends with UV now. I'm going to be friends yeah. with this guy, okay? We're just going to talk about Metallica. Y'all left me, and now I got to be with UV, the fucking whitest hype man since Paul Bearer. Thanks a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I do, yeah, it is the thing where, like, yeah, he shows, like, all... These used to be my friends. So he's like trying to replenish stock. And he's like, hey, hot kid, do you want to go? Can I sit at your table? This is UV. He's gross. Yeah. That yeah, picture. He's gross. Disgusting. That picture is, I think, the funniest part of the movie. Because mm-hmm. Nick Stahl's like, see all those guys that are in the blue ribbons? They also they also used to be my friends. Look. And he shows him this picture. And it is like four idiots trying to get into a 311 concert. I mean, it is like. <laughs> You are looking at that picture, and it is so like '90s crust dirtbags. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah totally. major dirtbag energy we're getting <laughs> from Nick Stahl, who plays Gavin. Who quote him and UV like their metal heavy uh, and their Marlboros light. Yeah. Oh, pretty cool. Suck my black dick. Who? <laughs> I was really like, oh my god, I like this as a child. Yeah. This is why this is why, you know, sometimes I look back on my taste as a kid and I was like, whoa, Angelica, <laughs> little Angelica, you had some good taste, girl. Look at you. And then other times I rewatched disturbing behavior and I'm like, what the fuck were you doing with your life when your brain was just forming? Like I was very young when this movie came out. I also, you know what this movie reminds me of in terms of energy and like certain like town dynamics? Like and I think it may have came out this year too. The faculty. Yes. Oh, oh yeah. it is the same year as this. Time. Yeah. Yeah. And, Almost and the same like, movie. Yeah, it's really <laughs> similar, except one has aliens and one yeah. is mind microchips. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, microchip mind control. Bruce Greenwood. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh. In the mustache, making you watch a PowerPoint presentation at one point <laughs> with like buzzwords. I guess I don't know what that was. Pretty scary. That's oh, I'll be honest. Terrified. That is pretty scary. <laughs> As but, do- uh, Dr. Edgar at Caldecott. 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 Really let's rolls take, off the tongue. Let's take two on that name. It could be Dr. Something else. Anything other than Caldecott. Caldecott. Was the first draft? Like, yeah. I really am curious how this script was. Well, it's a stupid thing because there's another character that has another name and and both of them are also the names of writing awards oh right newberry is newberry a, yeah. Yeah. we're having what? fun i guess oh it's my like, god do you think oh god <laughs> yeah wait uh-huh. a minute i'm starting to think like i'm imagining the cork vision board above the writer's <laughs> desk and then maybe there's this award and that award yeah. <laughs> in the pacific northwest 
<laughs> and each, each award, each award, it's just there's a question mark. Like, will the screenplay win this one? Which awards can screenplays win that aren't Oscars? Yeah, um, Katie Holmes plays uh, Rachel Man Booker Prize. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, the janitor also, Frank Pulitzer. <laughs> oh, and we'll get into janitor oh, Williams. Uh, we'll, Oof, okay. yeah. There's a lot of slurs flying around. There's, oh, there's yeah. lots of. There's lots of nastiness in this movie. The spirit thing, of this movie is nasty. One thing this movie did not need. I mean, like, you know, you have your, you're moving to the new town and like, oh, this family has a dark secret. The dark secret is that Ethan Embry is trying to break into the film. He's like, he's like literally, <laughs> he's like, hey he's, like he's, he's like trying the door. Like it, it like, oh, oh, Ethan Embry's almost in here. Oh shit. Oh shit. Lock. Hey guys, I got locked out of the movie. You let me into the movie, I got locked out. Just cut these out of the movie. What yes, even no, is this? They it don't looks even like do anything with it. It looks like really. he's a ghost trying to break through the TV screen or something it with does. this this weird effect they do on it. That's part of the chop job. Sure. Is yeah. there was way more flashback shit with Ethan Embry, and yeah, like at that point, just remove it because nothing about it. No. Uh, you know, comes to play in the movie other than the time he, uh, James Marsden goes to like the soda shop or whatever, or the yogurt shop. Yeah, and the yogurt Roscoe's shop. yogurt shop. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And the guy like calls him brother and he's like, hey, you're not my brother. Oh, yeah. And I was like, all right. <laughs> yeah. I guess. But, yeah. It's, it's, uh, they don't really do anything with that. But like, so yeah, we get, you know, a lay of the land with UV. UV. I'm sorry, I can't even mm-hmm. say it. I, Gavin yes. and Rachel, who the way, just side note, the way Rachel is introduced, it's yeah. like, like, bum chicka womp. I was like, I wrote down LOL at films making us think the most boring ass looking white girl is a goddess. And I know that's a bitch ass <laughs> thing to say, but I was really like, Katie true. Katie Holmes. Katie Holmes. I, I think she's very attractive in this movie, and she—they—they—they they, they want you to know it. They really oh, yeah. want you to know her it. Like the camera's just always, hanging out on her ass. Yeah, her mm. ass is very much a focal point, her, much mm-hmm. like Marilyn Monroe's in the upcoming film Blonde. Seriously, <laughs> what? Count the ass shots, y'all. You think I'm joking? Um, uh, no, I know it's coming. Um, and then like lots of midriff bearing, which was mm-hmm. yes. very in at the time. Oh, for absolutely. Young ladies. Oh yeah, um, big deal. It's yeah. coming back too, I think. Yeah. Oh yeah. Everything I've seen old it out is there. new again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've seen it out there. I don't know. I got eyes. You're, you're we get there. like Eric's we get like a, <laughs> not in that sense. Stevie no, you just, boy. You're, out, you're, you're out there. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm outside, Stevie boy. Sometimes outside, I, <laughs> taking it out outside. No, it's always good. No, it's always good, Eric. It's fine. Anyway, back no. to the film. Um, yes, there is the- a sketch of a uh, of the school. Like you get to see Dicky, the one of the greaser guys, mm-hmm. uh, uh, bust into James Marsden's English class mm-hmm. and call somebody yes. a peckerhead. Which yes. okay, that is greaserhead lingo. That's like back yeah. from like God knows when. <laughs> like. That's back yeah. when like Elvis was tra- to, like charting the hits. Like he yeah. was really he's, going. He's about to r- rip up his uh, draft card for Korea. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you, know, you do he, that? He has a face like that, though. You know. Yeah, what? he does. Yes, yeah, he, he does. does. Well, one of the uh, musicians in Back to the Future in 1955 calls uh, somebody Peckerwood. Mm-hmm. That's true. One of yeah. Biff's guys. Yeah. But it's but yeah they have a little fight and like. 
this is only to pay off like that night. And this is the thing that I'm very unclear about. Uh, mm-hmm. One of the many things that I'm very unclear about. Is it a thing where your parents need to sign a permission slip to turn you into a zombie? Mm-hmm. Or are these kids roaming the halls and making people zombies all themselves? Also, Bruce Greenwood tries to like come on to James Marsden as well. And he's like, why don't you join the Blue Ribbons? And it's like, <laughs> can you join it or do you do your parents need to pay for it? Like, what's happening? Hey, Steve. Yeah. According to the movie. Sure. It's both <laughs> all and none simultaneously. Yeah, because yes. like later in the film, Gavin's parents was at this 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 yes. dark PTA meeting or whatever, right. and they want to sign him up. So it's it, the movie doesn't know what it wants to do is the real it, problem. No, it it's should be a parents choice. only thing. You know what I mean? Like your parents, because that's Stepford yeah. Wives, you right? Like that's yeah, the yeah. point of the movie is like your parents want to make you into something you're not. That's yeah. like yeah. an emotional through line that and you can, we can actually all, follow like a movie. all relate to that. All, sure. All Every, you know, there's five people on this podcast, five people disappointed their parents. It's great. <laughs> yeah. um, actually, I'm not a disappointment to my parents. My parents are a disappointment to me. Wow. Mm, there you go. Okay. Yeah. There That's you a nice go. Love you, mom. Pa- Hope you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like, that is at least, and then like, you know, you make, because at the end of the movie, we'll talk about the end of the movie, which is wild. No parents are punished. Only the kids. And no. the kids are fucking Nobody's forced. punished. What the fuck? It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> yeah. Well, again, you know, we all know here that studios are run by idiots. Sure. Right? sure. They're run by people who don't care about movies. They don't know how movies Look should function. Look at Warner Brothers. They're- yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Well, I'll tell you this. All that parent stuff that we're saying is missing and needed for the movie was also shit that was excised by MGM. <laughs> Oh yeah, they had they had more stuff with the parents, and, and it was it was shit where it was like the parents absent of the kids, like the parents talking about the situation and the process and whatever, and then and they like some cigar chomping motherfucker was just like, oh no, nobody want no kid wants to see parents talking. There's no kids in the scene. So every scene with adults that doesn't have yeah. kids in it was was uh, cut from the movie. You need this. I need you Nick Stahl and I need him on a VHS tape, okay? That's <laughs> what the the Jamie boy, what's his name? Jamie Kennedy from the from the Scream Pictures. He was on a VHS. You got to be on a VHS. His his last will and testament or whatever, but oh, yeah. just to <laughs> Get through some of this. The principal's office. We need to talk about the yes. principal's office because it's a monumental movie connection to another movie we've done. Stevie yes. boy, take it away. It is uh, Egg Lawyer has been replaced by Egg Principal. Yes. It's the, the same actor, the very same actor. Is uh, he from, is big as life in this movie? Loving him in it. Uh, let me he, pull him from up. Double Jeopardy, the film Double Jeopardy, and our episode yes. on it, where I think Chris Cabin might have coined the egg lawyer term for this fellow because mm-hmm. the man, the man looks like an egg. Jay yeah, Baratsu. Also, I, now I'm guessing like the only he's, this is only seen in the movie. Bruce Greenwood is in both 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 films. Are these like? Is he like a running buddy, a group Bruce Greenwood, maybe? Well, maybe Ooh. a sitting buddy, but yeah. <laughs> that seems more like, yeah, maybe a, a bookstore buddy. That might be a thing right there. Yeah, but maybe he's his park. Mm-hmm. Yeah, park buddy. Or like yeah. his, uh, his dentist. Yeah. There you go. Uh, I have to keep my dentist on set. He does throw him some did, rolls here and there, he, you know? He, he does some good regional theater. He's actually pretty good, you know? He was in uh, Macbeth last year. He was nice. I mean, he I can't take my eyes off of him whenever he's on screen. Of course. Yeah. He's shaped like an egg. When they were yeah. uh, when they were casting Star Trek V and they were like, who are we going to get to play Cybok? Mm-hmm. And then they were like, hey, 
I think it was either Nimoy or Shatner was like, how about this dude, Lawrence Luckenbill? I saw him do community theater one time and he mm-hmm. was awesome. And that's how that dude got cast as Cybok. Awesome. So maybe Egg Lawyer slash Egg Principal was in, I don't know, some right. fucking production of Our Town or something. And Bruce Greenwood yeah. would happen to be there. He found himself in a Cybok situation. That's it. <laughs> yeah. It would be great. You know, like at the end of the movie, the principal is like, I don't think so, Steven. You're not leaving. And he's like, you're going to get scrambled, motherfucker. And he like yeah. punches him in the head. Yeah, and- that would have been a better last badass line than the quote unquote badass line oh, we do get. Yeah. We'll get there. Oh, yeah. One thing about the suicide, because uh, Ethan Embry is the older brother who commits suicide. Catherine Isabel brings a friend over home and they're having dinner. And uh, the dad, uh, she's like, he's like, oh, uh, Catherine Isabel's like, you know, my, my brother Alan was always the best speller or something like that. And he's like, She's like, what's your name? And he's like, my name's Steven. So who is Alan? He's like, Alan's our brother who died. And the father's like, let's change the subject. And the, <laughs> yeah. the girl is like, oh, my grandmother died. And he's like, let's change the subject. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But if I was either Miss Ginger Snaps uh-huh. or maybe James Marsden's character should have done this. But if if you're like, hey, my my brother killed himself. Yeah. And then you say to me, oh, my old ass grandmother died. <laughs> yeah, big time. <laughs> Don't come out with that weak teeth. Bitch, you better man. start yep. running, girl. These earrings off. You about to get your ass beat. What the fuck are you talking about? Your grandmother died. Yeah. This, not this girl the was same dumb. Thing. Yeah. This yeah. girl was dumb. Are, grandmothers are supposed to be dead. Exactly. Yeah. I just have this image of Angelica running after an eleven-year-old now, just like get the fuck back here. It's just a grandmother. Dumb bitch. Uh, But then he's like, he goes up, oh, whatever her name is, like, hey, Emily, do you get yelled at when you talk about your dead grandmother at at, at home? (laughs) And he like storms out. They're like, oh, Stephen, it's so awful because there is no, there's no follow-up scene. There's no, you know, like. If that blowout happened on 90210, the very sure. next scene is Jim Walsh knocking on that yeah. door. Like, hey, Bran, can I talk to you for a second? Oh, like, yeah. there's no, yeah. like, I miss your brother, too. It's hard for me. Like, anything that would make these fucking things on screen feel like people. Yeah. yeah. We have no real sense of, like, who the family, like, really is. Like, what neighborhood in Chicago did they live in? Hmm? You can't just say <laughs> Chicago. Yeah. First of all, yeah. They're probably from That's the suburbs. The you know yeah. what? They're, you know yeah, yeah. what? You're yeah. right. They're probably yeah. out in Oak Park or some shit. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Chicago. Wow. Chicago. They, yeah. they never come to Chicago. Fucking liars. Yeah. Once a <laughs> well, year for a just, Cubs game. That's it. Yeah. yeah. It's just easier, right? Yeah, like, yeah, it's yeah. just easier to say Chicago. It's not the Pacific Northwest, which mm-hmm. looks, yeah. which, you know, it's nice seeing beautiful forests and stuff. I will say the movie doesn't, like, look like shit. It's just, no. it's yeah. shit. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's fair. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, but to your point, Angelica, like the this thing this is missing is character. Like mm-hmm. just saying Chicago is just to be like, oh, we moved from a big city. We are now yeah. in a small town yeah. that is yeah. different now. And like that's kind of all they're doing. And like like that's a, a lot of this is just like telegraphing you things that would be interesting to get some little tiny sense of like yeah. watching Dickie get beat up by all these kids to be turned into one of the like characters. Cause like what you're talking about, about the community not being in the movie, like it's because they want to have killer kids. It's because they yes. want to have yeah. children of the corn as well. They want to have right. both things. Yeah, they need to kind point. of play that uh, angle and they want to have chug. 
like oh, keep oh on trying to fucking shit. So motherfucker. We're at Chug right now because here we are in the movie. They are doing what kids in the suburbs love to do to hang out when you're in high school and you got no place to go, but you don't want to be home hanging out at a parking lot. Sure. And this is what they're doing. Nick Stahl's trying to get, uh, like, do the old convincing adult to buy them beer. <laughs> so not pathetic. Really, yeah, not really going so well. And then, like, Katie Holmes goes into the store, right? And then. Yeah, she should have asked for beer, by the way. Yes. I mean, she probably would have had yeah. a better success rate than. Uh, That's oh, what I thought sure. was about to happen. Because yeah. Nick Stahl's like, oh, I struck out again. And then she gets out of the car like, ah, all right. Don't send a fucking dude to do a cute girl's job kind of a thing. But then that all goes to shit because this dude Chug gets horned up in the grocery store <laughs> and some other stoner bumps into him and this dude starts going ape shit on this guy. This dude is such a creep. Like, like mouth breather, da- like so gross. I am yes. sorry. This dude, his name and his face match in this movie. Yep. Yes. Oh, yeah. okay. They absolutely do. But yeah, he, he goes ape shit. It's a, it's a Captain Crunch meltdown. <laughs> right in front of the Captain Crunch boxes. Yeah, right. he has Don't a fucking some bitches meltdown. get thrown in, in cereal boxes? Yes. And then yeah. the oh, meat yeah. section. The crunch and, goes crunch. Yeah. And then Speaking of X-Men people, movies, this kid got, goes flying. There's like, oh, yeah. he's, he's got like yeah. four, four feet of air. And I'm like, well, how is it? This is national news at this point. Mm-hmm. This, I mean, that's the thing. How can they cover up? Because it's like, Dude ripped this dude's septum piercing out, yeah. throws yep. him all around. Like, do these people have super strength now that they have some mind fuckery I, happening? Well, that's that's what, what I was just going to bring up. Great point, because the septum rip, like, whatever, you can accomplish that. Yeah. But this throwing this dude, like, seven feet into the fucking meat section. Yeah, now there's now we're dealing with superpowers. Now mm-hmm. that's a that's a big problem that the movie's never going to really address. They are just superhuman yeah. for and, some and reason. And wanting to continue to sign your kids up for this thing when clearly there's been a lot of fucking problems. A cop's been shot dead by one of them. <laughs> and everyone's just like, get in line for the Blue Ribbon program. Come on. There's this one in the in the scene, you know, we're just talking all over the place. It doesn't matter. In the scene with the P- evil PTA me- meeting, someone raises their hand. It's a woman. She's like, you know, my son, ever since he came back from the Blue Ribbon, I hate to say it. He's been very unkind. And like Bruce Greenwood's like, oh, sure, no problem. You know, he'll that's an adjustment phase. Like, no, you've like you come back and this kid's a psychopath, like fucking a cat to death or whatever these people are doing. Oh, there, was, there was a mention oh, nice. of yeah. yeah, the Andy jock apparently bit the head off of a kitten in yes. a rage, a fit of rage. Yeah, Jesus. that's a, sort of briefly mentioned, and nobody asks. A single follow-up question. No, about I thought that. the twist was not mind control, but that they were all aliens from Malnek. Ah, uh, of course. <laughs> is that They're the name Alf. of the Alf planet? Mel Melmac. Melmac. Well, oh, this is the moon of Melmac. <laughs> That's what I was talking about. Oh, got it. <laughs> I saved Fuck it. Alf. Don't leave kitties alone. Kitties deserve to live. I did not yeah, like yeah, that yeah. part. I'm very yeah. anti-cat hate in movies. <laughs> well, thank God they cut the scene. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But then also, if they actually had that scene, I would give this an extra star. If somebody, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, for some edge, a little edge there. Ha- maybe. Have some stones. My God, yeah. this fucking movie. It's just so <laughs> tepid, right? It just it feels is. Like yes. very tepid. This movie. Yeah. Oh, it's just like a you know, like someone like didn't turn the faucet all the way off or on. It's like there's a movie <laughs> kind. It's like dripping out. I don't. Know, yep. what, what, what can I do with this? Well, this it's, they were. Because they were so fucking stupid. Like, they were so concerned with, like, kids 
you know, wanting to see the movie, but they edited out all the things that they could have kept in to make it interesting and left all the stuff in that got them the R rating. Cause let's face it, this movie is only rated R because of profanity in the screenplay. Yes. There's nothing else Ooh, whatsoever uh, that would give uh, it an R aren't rating. Aren't there tits though? There's there tits. are, there's there there are some titties. titties. There's a there's a brief or, nipple or thing there which you could half, get away maybe? with. <laughs> yeah, I would say that's a tit and a half. That's a full tit. I think. Yeah. You know a, what? It's a tit and a half. We got to give it an R rating. We got the. It's like in football when they're trying to see if it was a first down and they get the chains out, <laughs> yes. measuring it. Like, oh nope, that's a tit and a half. That's an R rating. Yeah. I mean, you joke, but they had those guys at the MPAA at the time. Oh, for they were sure. definitely those guys in the yeah, thing. Yeah, let me measure her nipples. How much of her nipples you see? You cut that out you extend some of the plot stuff that the parents and the exposition that was apparently there right and yeah. just you have a PG-13 that might have not been a disaster at the box office yeah it's, it's just um yeah this shit sucks <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, so we do we do get a thing uh you know this dude Dickie is mm. like He's going down to the docks and he's like, hey, I'm here for the car parts. Somebody <laughs> called me and said to show up in the dead of night in this location for car parts. And all the like blue ribbon dudes kind of surround him and like beat the shit out of him. And that's the last you see of that scene. And it's a little mysterious, I guess, is the and idea. It's all done in black just to like kind of, it's supposed to be eerie. But like I would rather have seen what happens to yes. Dickie. Oh, I mean, like, also, like, you could have also, I mean, there's a lot of ways to lure him there. Like, hey, I heard there was a Roy Orbison concert here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm dressed for it. I got yeah. my, I polished my shoes up. I got my quaffa going. We uh, haven't touched wait. on it. I heard that there was some summer loving over here. I had me a blast <laughs> last time. <laughs> we didn't completely touch on it, but there's like 15 scenes in this movie where, where people are like, the blue ribbons. Yeah, more like the blue robots. <laughs> they keep repeating this. Yes, I know it's, it's uh, like we're stupid yeah. kids watching this, but come on. No, it's a Even lot. Even I, as a true stupid kid watching it, was like, <laughs> that's probably a little too repetitive, my dude. So Dickie turns into a blue ribbon, and then the next day they know that, it, that something's off because him and the rest of the blue ribbons are destroying his classic car. And I feel like his dad's got to be like, yo, Dickie. I could have got you money for that. Like, you know, yeah, hey, yeah. I like I kind of like the car. You know what I mean? You were just, yeah, it's a beautiful yeah. car. I yeah, love that car. shade of red. Sure. Mm -hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Like, why are we destroying his car? Exactly? Because if the whole. Yeah, you're right. Because if the whole thing is like, you know, this implant from Bruce Greenwood gets all these kids to fall in line and yada, yada. Well, I don't know. There's something a little, you know, delinquent about putting a baseball bat to a car windshield. Yeah. Well, you know, yeah. guarantee there's a deleted scene where like his father was like, and stop fucking around with that car all the time. You know what? Like there yeah. must be something to make yeah. this happen. Oh, <laughs> well, that that's probably you're probably right, Eric, but I would much prefer like in the middle of this scene, like a bright red wings hauser screaming <laughs> what are you doing what are you doing to your car just that like would be beautiful ripping it up because i need some fucking jolt because well I, i'm already bored in this movie and they're like, totally you're totally right though chris because what's so dumb about that scene this is happening we should say on school property yes and there's nary a fucking school administrator coming up being like hey could you six kids with baseball bats each uh stop beating up that car yeah, like what is going on you're having your kids do this procedure so that they're good 
And now they're like killing people and smashing property. So I'm confused by it all. Well, well, it's weirder than that because it seems from uh, what the banner says, this is a yearly thing. This is like for charity or something. (laughs) What, smashing the car? Yeah. Did you pay two bucks to smash up the car? Wow. Is that what it is? Because I I thought that was just the bake sale that was going on. It says the car wreck. It says the car wreck on the banner. (laughs) That is fucking stupid. Nevertheless, it's like the movie has to take a pause and we do that street fighter pause where it's like yeah beat this car up for a little bit we'll get back to the movie afterwards yeah get e honda in there just like fucking shredding the thing with his fist punch them crates dude you gotta punch them crates yeah can i can i ask a serious question because pretty much right where we are yes stevie boy what accent is william sadler trying to do what what are we trying to do dumb slash genius Every like answer German, is though. incorrect. Yes. Whatever your answer is, it's not. It, it's like the blender. Like come, it's like asking the first AI to make up an accent. Also, like it just completely off the map. Also, the way he interacts with rats that can't be good for his health. How is he still alive? How does yeah, he not have some disease by now? Right? Like I was like, he's just pulling rats out of his little bag, and I was like, yeah. bitch. You know, it's stank up in there. Oh, absolutely. It's nasty hell yeah. as hell. And what he's is getting some motivation? rat blood in the mouth, too. A little rat blood in the mouth, oh. I think, when he's doing that, for but sure. what is this character? What the fuck is this character? He's a janitor, yeah. pretends to be stupid so he can, like, learn the secrets. I Like, he could be a conspiracy theorist and on to the trail of this. We need to flesh this out more than we do. Yeah. You find out that he's a genius because he's reading Slaughterhouse Five, and I love <laughs> Kurt Vonnegut, and I love Ooh, Slaughterhouse yeah. Five. I, Ooh, a whole three hundred pages. This guy's a genius. Exactly, it's, it, that's ninth grade reading, folks. Like, yeah. I, I and I, lo- I again love the book, but like they find out that he's reading, it's like, hold on, you're. Oh my God! Well, because he's <laughs> you can read. <laughs> here's the, here's the thing, though, is I don't think he's just pretending to be quote-unquote stupid like he's pretending to be mentally disabled right and i feel that's because that's why it's like oh you have this book that you i mean so it's like the reading level doesn't matter steve because he's pretending to be like a george from of mice and men or whatever which is sort of like i need more of him doing that it's more it seems it's more of the kids just calling him the r word yes oh yeah. yeah oh yeah yeah, it's just. I mean, that's how I read it. Maybe that's no, no. Not I think you're. Case, I think you're but... right. I just think the movie just fundamentally I... fails on every level. <laughs> you, you know what, Eric? I think he probably had an idea of what he wanted to do with this whole uh, scenario, this whole get up he's doing <laughs> at some point. But at this point, as we see, it is just a, a, a suicide mission, and he's yeah. seeing how many people he can bring down with him. Which and, and the answer is quite a lot. Explore. Yeah. Like, like yes. give me that you know crackpot bunker shit. Give it Absolutely. to me. Anything. A jolt. I like I said, any jolt would be great. He needs to be. Here's what it is. I think I just figured it out. He needs to be the guy who's like Bruce Greenwood fucking killed my son. Thank you. The operation sure. went south yeah. or something. And I've been undercover pretending to be this janitor and I'm going to fucking take him down. That's the disturbing behavior, by the way. Him <laughs> pretending <laughs> to be a janitor. Because he's like living this <laughs> Kaiser Soze-esque life where he's like walking differently whenever <laughs> someone nothing. Yep. see him. For yeah. no one. For no one. For nothing. It, it makes no sense at all i mean nothing in this movie makes sense well we set up that he's got this sonic rat 
catcher machine. Yeah. That's the little that's he the sure only does. reason we're doing it. God, that's dumb. But it's the weapon. It, we and the thing is, is that because you have William Sadler, this is the reason he's in it so much, is because it's William Sadler. Of course, so you have you don't just try to shove all of this information in real quickly. You have this first long scene where you think he's an idiot, and then mm. like you have a longer scene later when a chug tries to fucking like rape Katie Holmes. I don't know what yes. the fuck mm-hmm. is about. That is goes on. Yeah, that's happening. exactly. Well, and yeah. then you, yeah. you get that you you find out what the rat thing can do, and then that's what that scene's all about when they trigger it. So you, I think they milked a lot of this for Sadler juice, and I, I really think that's a smart milked idea for anybody. For <laughs> and every time you have a Sadler, milk it completely. I'm into oh, milking. Don't say, don't say milk. Don't ever put milk in a man's name. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm just imagine. Let me fix it for you. James Marsden milk. Yeah. Like I don't, a gorge. I think the milk right? is still... <laughs> He's got man milk. Still didn't work. No. man milk. You know, next time I'm doing something, I'm going to be thinking of man milk. You know? <laughs> <laughs> You're ruining my... Ooh, I can't have any dairy. Do you have any man milk? I mean coconut milk. Fuck. Hey, do the Hobbit. Do the Hobbit, Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, we don't have any oat milk. We do have William Sadler milk, though. Um, is, that milk. Pre, uh, is that pre? Is that pre? Bill and Ted or after? Uh, it's after. Okay. It's, uh, is that the same company that makes William Sadler juice? Is it the same? <laughs> I will oh, say the the rapping Reaper is less embarrassing than this character, oh. for sure. But he's been oh, in some yeah. stinkers too. My yeah. God, um, I worked on a movie with him. I actually got to see him uh, oh. in person acting, and he was he was good. But the material yeah. was fucking dog shit. So mm. happens. He, yeah, yeah. Uh, he gets the hammer in this movie. It's and William Sadler, and I'm like, that's mm. got to be Bruce Greenwood. I'm sorry, folks. Yeah, it doesn't. Make oh, sense. really? Yeah. Big time. That's actually I, pretty surprising. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. I would maybe say that if Greenwood gets like a big scene, I don't even th- like the no. end, I guess. But like, yeah. even yeah. that is kind of a limp. Like, right. I, yeah. none of it there is really a big been, scene. There must have been these scenes with Bruce Greenwood and these parents, but that chomping exec was like, no, 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 get yeah. to the scene where Katie Holmes says, what's that? Razor. The kids are, <laughs> are going to love it. Wait. We got to get to the Harvey danger. Don't you understand? We got to, because I will oh, say man. that is the one that where you really notice it's a chop because like yes. they pick mm-hmm. the weirdest moment in the yep. entire movie to hit Harvey danger flagpole Sitta. It's yes. like a runaway scene in the middle of no, like, and they're just like cut to it. It's like the cut happens with the drop. It's yeah. It's fucking terrible. Unbelievable. We, we will get to that. Yeah. yeah. Um, but so like whatever um, this is like the, we're we're at like the parents meeting yeah blue ribbon advisory council they're calling it and yeah this is it is fucked up because the line that Greenwood has here Steve when that woman is like my son's kind of an asshole now he's like well ma'am uh, you know it's just a, a few weeks of an adjustment period you know I mean look at it this way if you were an eagle flying high in the sky, you'd be looking down at all the pigeons below you. Like, Jesus. Oh, You're okay. really selling these I, I parents. I hate to be a, a, a... If we're talking about complaints, yeah, uh, my son was watching Temptation Island and then choked my grandfather to death. Um, and I, I, he didn't use, he didn't do that before the surgery, right? Uh, so like, usually they choke their chicken to death after watching Temptation <laughs> Island. That's interesting. I'm going to write this down. 
uh, my son was, uh, we were as a family, I didn't know what the movie's about. Uh, we were watching funny games and my son was laughing hysterically the whole <laughs> movie. Just absolutely riotously. And we, we thought that might be a problem. We thought that might be an issue. <laughs> I just, I mean, like, and I, I mean, like, cause the, the joke is not the joke, but like the, the twist is like, oh, teenage hormones, LOL, all that stuff. But I mean, like, these are the worst people to be violently horny. Like, you're, you, these are the horniest people on earth, teenagers. You yeah, know what I mean? And you're turning them into yeah, yeah. the white ribbon here, you know? Exactly. Yes. <laughs> <Absolutely>. Nice one. <laughs> Funny games made me think of it. That brings up a question like, <laughs> are we supposed to look at Bruce Greenwood as, like a crock of shit like he's actually not good as a scientist whatever like or because like now i'm because it's like like bitch we'll get to it but obviously his daughter so you're starting off wrong Mm -hmm. wrong foot already okay and then like he he needs a few graduating classes just to warm up and mm -hmm. then he'll be sure yeah because the whole i get a hard on or i get turned on and then i go berserk thing kind of seems counterintuitive to the whole stepper children vibe. Yep. Yeah. Yep. It's a real back to formula kind of thing. But, and because oh. the, the one nurse, there's a weird moment where like you see operating table kind of yeah. looking down thing. And it's Bruce Greenwood and some other woman who we never like officially meet in the movie. And she's like, huh, what do you know? When they get horny, it fucks up the microchip. And it's like, I, it seems like that's a thing that you should have noticed in the testing phase exactly. before we made an army of these superhuman children. When you get the first one, you put the first implant in there, you have them tied down, and you try to get them horny to see what will happen. <laughs> yeah, because it's not oh, like, okay. oh. <laughs> the Cisco method. <laughs> it's not like, oh, every time they see a theatrical movie with Ted Danson, they get crazy and murder people. Because that yeah, doesn't yeah. happen very often. That would be right. fine. You'd be like, you know sure. what? We're going to be cool without... <laughs> We'll we'll ride ride that out. Getting horny. That what every morning this kid's just trashing his every Ruby morning. Wicks. Every few like I I mean yeah like All you're just ho- ho- horny like so I'm like <laughs> how does this work? Yeah. Multiple <laughs> times. It's multiple times a day. These kids would be freaking. The fuck oh out. yeah. On the school bus, they're all riding for five seconds and start fucking ripping out the seats. Yeah. I it's was literally- stimulated. God damn it. Is literally every house on this island on fire all the time? Because <laughs> if not, I don't believe it. Like I just, it just doesn't make any sense to me. And, but you're right, Angelica. Do, it, is he good at his job? Because it seems like he is not. No, he's not. I, like that's the thing. Is I kind of think ultimately, and that scene that you were talking about, Andrew, where they're in this surgery, kind of, it kind of says something to that. Is that he's like, well. I guess I just got to cut her brain open and then we'll figure it out from there. And then you're totally right. And the end of this, like spoiler at the end of this movie suggests that this essentially like becomes an MLM, like fucking Nick (laughs) Stahl is going to like bring this to all the other like, uh, schools of America. What is it? MLM. Like he's going to pass it on to people like, yeah. Oh, multi-level pyramid scheme. Yeah. 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 yeah, Exactly. Oh, I see. Uh, but yeah. So like whatever in like, Yet in this scene, Nick Stahl realizes, "Uh oh, my parents have turned me in. They want me to be next." And like everyone's like, Her, "One of us, one of us." <laughs> and because we was released in 1998, not 1999, Nick Stahl pulls out a gun and is like, "I'm going to start shooting everybody." And I'm like, ah, "That's uh, 365 days early, folks." <laughs> yeah, uh, we'll get yeah. there. School. 
But yeah, so like Nick Stahl is they they race out of the school and they're in some field or something. And Nick Stahl tells Marsden, he's like, they're going to do it to me. I'm going to go home. I know all those blue ribbon sons of bitches are going to be there. And when they see me and yeah, he pulls out this gun, he's going to just fucking totally annihilate his whole family. And Marsden kind of like wrestles with him and takes it's a weird it's a really bad scene because he wrestles with him he takes the gun away and he's like have a good night man don't go (laughs) kill your family good night and just like walks away and that's the scene what happened to the gun what did he do to the gun did he like great great question they should have gun you know you gotta kind of be careful with a weapon they should have it at the nut house later you know like (laughs) it should come back in in some way Dude, if you had a gun in the setting of that nuthouse, the way it's designed oh, we'll and whatnot, it's a fucking oh, Resident Evil movie. It was Resident Evil level. <laughs> I'm it not is. being insensitive. That is a grade A nuthouse. It's just a no, fake murder factory. Yeah. I don't know what's going on in that place. <laughs> but I will say uh, to to this movie's credit and to Nick Stahl's credit, he's good at, in this scene, like as an intense little kid actor. You know what yeah. I mean? Like he's he had he had some chops. I will say I, I liked Nick Stahl as an actor, even though personal problems be damned and weird head but you know what i mean like he was a weird looking guy and gave weird looking performances yeah. he knew what yeah, to do no, with it you know I, what i mean like that's i admire that's okay. a guy with a weird head that does something <laughs> with it he's fantastic in the first 20 minutes of in the bedroom mm. oh in the All bedroom right. yeah <laughs> He's uh, not around. For yeah, the yeah. <laughs> he, he, yeah. He has a lot to do with what happens afterwards, but he's not in it. Instrumental, anymore. really. Yeah. Todd Field can't wait to see Tar. Is that oh Tar? Tar yeah. yeah, I hear it's good. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've heard really good things about it. Mm, movies, but, they can be fun sometimes. Yeah, but every <laughs> once in a while, the next day, uh oh, he combed his hair. What? And... Dun dun dun. <laughs> wait, can I tell what? you this exact not 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 the not the fucking microchip part, but this exact people turning and looking to someone changing their clothes happened in high school. When I was in high school, there were two dudes. Kevin, you're gonna know who I'm talking about. I'm not naming uh-huh. names. But there were two dudes. They were like serious, like metalhead guys, and always with like the band T-shirts and the torn jeans and the yep. long hair and whatnot. And then like one day as a gag, they were like, watch this, watch how fucking funny this is going to be. And they came to school with like haircuts and old Navy on and all this shit. And the fucking school, like they were walking down the hallway and all these people were looking like, what did they, are they coming from a funeral? What (laughs) happened? Yeah, These and people fun, were gobsmacked. They w- walked in and weirdly Kiss Me started playing over the intercom. <laughs> oh my God. And it yeah, just shit. was, it was everybody was just movie, stunned. Dude. Yeah, it, 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 life is a movie. But, and then like, James Marsden then starts trying to, he breaks a chair over someone's back, kind of for no reason. Dude, that yeah. is fucking great because like all the blue ribbons, for whatever reason, like, clear out the cafeteria yes and like they they're all standing guard by the doors or whatever and i think because james marsden is just like ah they're gonna kick my ass so fight or flight and yeah he just stone cold steve austin breaks a chair over this guy's <laughs> yeah. fucking head it's awesome and uh, you know what you that uv you gotta get in here because like I at know. a certain point at a certain point like both uh rachel uh you know uh katie holmes and uv are like kind of held back 
Yeah. I'm like, yeah, dude, but you're you got your buddy's getting like the shit well, kicked out of him. You got to jump in. It's tossed around by one of the jocks. As he, well. does, yeah, yeah. he does. Yeah. The problem with UV, dude. You know, I mean, if he gets hit too hard, he's going to explode into a cloud of talcum powder. <laughs> <laughs> that's he that's does. what I was going to say. Have you ever seen what happens to cotton candy when you put it in water? That's what's going to happen to UV <laughs> no. if you I'm put actually- him in a fight. Surprised there's no scenes talking about UV's condition or what what's no, going on. No, yeah, no. I, I, I do wonder. Well, considering yeah, the actor, is is the actor uh, is not, you know, he doesn't look like that. No, not yeah. at all. So like, no. they dyed his choice. hair and they put white powder on his face. It's yeah. a choice for the character, so it's got to be something. Because yeah. like, what are you doing otherwise? The only thing that it makes not even sense, but like it makes him somewhat immune to the charms of the Blue Ribbon Society. Because I think like Nick Stahl's like, well, they won't even go after UV. So like that's the idea. Because I guess because he's right. different. Too, that, too different, I guess. Yeah. Question mark. Uh, they beat the ever-loving shit out of him. Uh, sure and then do, Nick man. Stahl kicks him a couple times. By the and, way, goodbye to the movie Nick Stahl, yeah, who's yeah. been an enormous character. Yep. And then, like, we have this fucking get you next time gadget ending. But that, like, from now until then, yep. he's out of the movie. It's and it's crazy. like, dude, that guy was a huge character, he right? He was almost the protagonist, to be yes. honest. I mean, it we was. opened with him watching this whole go down. And then James Marsden shows up, which I I, I understand the camera's like, I, hey, hello, let's go to this guy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I do think, though, I think what the thing with that was, I think this is a cut thing, too, because... The way that he talks to Marsden, it almost makes it seem like he's faking it. Like, that's what I was just about to say. I yeah, thought yeah. for a second he was faking pretending yes. he got this shit done. Yeah, he yeah. was on the inside or some shit. And I was like, right. oh no, that's absolutely no. not. That'd be, that would <laughs> be no, interesting. That exact Doesn't thing, happen. And that would be interesting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it would <laughs> just happen to be interesting. Yeah, yeah. But, but he's no, out. Doesn't happen he's that gone. Way. Um, no. And yeah, we do get the very unfortunate very ill-placed Chug wants to rape Katie Holmes. And it's, you know what, Chug, go to some other movie. We've we, uh, we, yeah, we, we, we got other shit yeah, going yeah. on I'm here. Yeah, it's how like, far what the gets? fuck? Yes. He's, he's manhandling her her boobs. Yes. yes. There's, a, I was there's like, definitely a whoa. photographed squeeze right there, there which I could yeah. not believe was happening. I, I, yeah, I mean, there's your R rating. There's yeah. groping happening. Just and wait a couple of years. The rules of attraction is going to come out eventually. <laughs> you can do whatever you want in that. <laughs> but yes, in this movie, we're, we're, we've got enough going on. But then William Sadler breaks it up with the supersonic thing. And they're like, say. But uh, Nick Stahl left her a CD. And it's like, if you ever cut yourself in a horror trilogy, this yeah, is what happens yeah. or whatever fucking <laughs> nonsense. If you, Which if, is fucking two years before Scream 3 did it, by the so, way. So just put that out there. But, but all this really tells us in that CD, correct me if I'm wrong, he's just like, hey, guys, yeah, mind control. Any, something like that. Anyway, if I'm gone, yeah. whatever. It is incredibly <laughs> unhelpful once right? the video finishes. Yeah. <laughs> You're totally right. I thought the same like, thing. Like, oh, you know, I found a cl- like a real clue. Fucking do something, movie. Detective, <laughs> he says detective work, I think you want, Eric. Yes, like I do. Like I, want, that, yeah. I want Batman to be in this movie. He does say something, <laughs> something, this whatever institute. And they're like, it's just over the bay. Let's go. And oh, sure. Yeah, this is a really unfortunate situation. Yeah, it's so like, full blown only in the movie's nut house. Like, and yes, as, thank you. As someone who has been in mental hospitals more than mm-hmm. once. Mm-hmm. They're they're terrible, but not they're not doing Resident <laughs> Evil level, super <laughs> gross. Looks like 
like the pain is peeling. I almost yeah. thought it was like a deserted hospital for yes. a second. Yep. So you would <laughs> yep. think. Because like everyone's just to their own devices. Some guy's like bleeding in the bathroom. And I'm like, is anyone gonna <laughs> check on him? Well, just like how the, the rest of the surrounding movie doesn't have like the presence of parents yes. of any kind. This fucking hospital has really no presence of doctors, nurses, security. There's kind of a shot of security, but they are fucking cold on the trail. Yes. They are very cold. And they're right. We don't really get yes. them getting into this place. They're just suddenly in it. Walking they, around. Yeah. they walk in. It, and they they walk right there in. needs to be more. There needs yes. to be more to this. They don't it's know what like, they're looking for. It doesn't and make they, sense. Like and, I keep saying. <laughs> and they find uh, uh whatever, uh Caldecott, Bruce Greenwood's daughter, who is Joss Whedon crazy, which is a very specific kind of crazy. Yes, which is, which is you say, say one thing elliptical over and over again. <laughs> yes. And it's like I am poetic and brunette and kind of skinny. Oh my god, Joss Whedon would have loved me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm yeah, so yeah, crazy. Yeah, I say yeah, the yeah, same yeah. thing over and over. Oh my goodness. Meet the musical little creatures who hide amongst the flowers or something. Yep. Joss mm-hmm. Whedon crazy, man. Meet the oh, musical little creatures who hide among the flowers. Meet uh, the musical little creatures well, look, who hide among the flowers. Eric, Eric, but she's a very important character because she's about to get punched, you understand. <laughs> she gets uh, not and, and, clean and, out. <laughs> because like that's the funny thing about this, too. Knocks this girl in the teeth, because man. It is really something. All the mentally impaired people are zombies who yes. are like attracted to the noise of this and is going to give them up. Because yeah, all these people are running at her because exactly. she's singing. The one person singing. They smell well, meat. They smell meat. Yeah, Eric, don't you know? Much like in a um, zombie offensive. movie, man. You don't want to make too much noise. What with possibly attracting the other zombies in the movie. <laughs> but they crack. punch her out and they look at her arm and like, Caldecott, it's his daughter. You want to leave now the this... mental institution? Yeah, let's yeah. get out of here. Dude. I mean, we oh, gotta... Let, let's leave. Paranoia, paranoia. <laughs> yep. It's even worse, Chris, because you're right. And I love that Harvey Danger song. It's the Peep Show theme song. One of my favorite, one of my favorite shows, period. It's, it's a fun song, I gotta say. It's Great a fun song. song. And but they even cut into the song itself because it's like that song has yep. peaks yeah. and valleys, and they yep. play like three valleys, uh, three peaks in a row, like and it's like shopping. Yeah, Much like the film itself, the song is chopped to shit. <laughs> MGM yeah. was like, this this song needs to be cut up. It's like the the when Homer's watching Blue Oyster Cult and is like, get to the work and overtime part. <laughs> Bachman Turner, excuse me. Uh, Bachman uh, Turner Steven. Overdrive. Yes. Apologies, please. yes. Please, Stephen. Uh, at one point, I think it happens before, but who cares? It is a ridiculous scene, so I do want to talk about it. James Marsden walks home. Uh, and it's like the middle of the night. The parents oh, are right. fucking gone again. And this babe Lorna. is just in the house. Lorna, who we've met previously, Nick Stahl had a crush on her. Nick you know, Stahl, she's one the- of the blue ribbon ladies. He, yeah. She walks by Nick Stahl. Nick Stahl met fucking James Marsden five seconds ago. He's like, that's Lorna Robinson. The f- the, the uh, focus of all of my masturbatory fantasies. And I'm like, what? dude, I just met. You. I yeah. don't need to know who you're jerking off. <laughs> totally. Wow. If I don't know where you live, your favorite movie, or how many siblings you have, I cannot then know what you jerk off to. Yeah. None of my I can't do it. Mm-hmm. I need more information about a person. I don't want to know that yeah. from anybody. <laughs> I don't want to know that for my friends. Like, milk, I don't care how much yourself. I know. Don't, don't tell me that. <laughs> 
but so yeah, she's at at his house and. In a sexy schoolgirl uniform. This is very 1998. It's it's giving me a uh, varsity, varsity blues, blues vibes. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah, thought she was gonna go get some whipped cream there for a moment. Yeah, Something yeah. for the dads. Oh yeah, teen <laughs> girls are. Listen, guys, I'm just saying, teen girls are sexy. They wear little schoolgirl uniforms <laughs> and they're sexy. That's what this movie You're is right. telling. Because Angelica has her jaw on the floor, and I'm okay with that. <laughs> Why you call me out like that? The parents have to take the kids to the R-rated movie to see this. Yes. And the dads, there's like, oh, finally a little bit of piece of movie for me. I mean, maybe I shouldn't have my jaw on the floor because this woman looks like she's 32. She got held back a few years, and that's why they had the blue ribbon her so she could finally graduate. I see. Got it. <laughs> we wouldn't normally say that uh, she's a candidate. However... Uh, we need to get her out of this high school. <laughs> <laughs> but she starts like getting all fucking horned up because she's watching James Marsden sexily drink a Coca-Cola, which I thought was pretty great. Mm -hmm. And she starts having this is a full on Stepford Wives malfunction yes. where she's just like wrong, bad, wrong, bad. And she starts like smashing her face against a mirror like it's a whole See, thing. A part of me, get the one I, and a half tits, by the way. FYI. Yes. Yeah, yes. Wait, yeah. What's that about breasts there? Well, there's a, you get the one and a half. Which oh, we talked yes, about a little earlier. Yeah, because he's like, go home, Lorna, go home. And she's like, all right. But I gotta take a wicked piss first. Can I go to the bathroom? I wish. I and wish she, so bad she had said that. You don't. Under, if she's like, I, God, I've been holding it in like a camel, and I just this thing's gonna burst. If you would just let me do this, and then just comes out with their oh, tits out. Me and your sister would just ate like fucking two cantaloupes. I really uh, gotta piss. Did anyone? Uh, read this scene. I thought she was beating herself up here to be like he tried to rape me kind of thing. I thought it was going to go in I that direction. I was worried it was going that right? direction. That was the uh, problem, yeah. I feel like that would actually make sense, too, because then the blue ribbon could have something on him, get him into some actual uh, yeah. trouble. Maybe the police Precisely. could actually do anything in this it, movie. It, it makes sense for the, the, the tempo where the where it's going and where it's always been, but like also, we can't add in, we haven't finished anything else on the plate. We cannot now order a, a calzone on top of it. Like that just it just you can't do it. Like we're well, still she, trying to figure out everything else. The stupid scene ends on a joke instead, though, because yeah. she's all like because because of, of the mirror smashing, you know, she's all banged up and whatnot. And she's barely clothed. What with getting turned on from the Coca-Cola yeah. consumption. Mm -hmm. They had to show she, them white ass panties she was wearing. I saw mm -hmm. that. Oh, yeah. Uh, sure did. Oh, yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, she goes, what does she say? She's like, oh, I have to go home now. I have a physics test tomorrow. Yes. And it's like, oh, all right. I mean, I, 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 I said that it was a joke. I don't even know if it's a joke. I think it's just a thing they had a human being say, and then she walked out a door. Yeah. And that's it. To end. The scene needed to end, so they were like, okay, that was an ending. We can go on. Rails back. You want to go to the gas station next, buddy, or what? Oh, man, yeah. They uh, uh, The one thing uh, Bruce Greenwood does say when he, he's invest, uh she goes to the hospital. That's the whole scene we talked about. But he does say, like, man, every time one of these kids gets a heart on, they try to beat somebody to death with it. I'm like, yeah, dude, maybe stop implanting these chips. Uh, but, yeah, so they go to the gas station, and... There's a town has a curfew, which is very ill-defined as well. So he's like, and it's news to the movie until this fucking scene. We never mentioned this fucking town curfew. And, and then yes. Steve Railsback pulls up and looks at the camera and he's like, what are you doing here? Don't you know the town has a curfew? And I go, no, Steve Railsback, because the movie didn't fucking tell me that. 
Just no, and then, uh, and then the gas station attendant's also like, oh, yeah, I am also under some weird contract with somebody who is bigger than me. I will also close down my business now. I don't want to explain any of this, but goodbye, movie. And then fucking, uh, of course, uh, 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 God damn it, what's his name? Oh, Sadler Sanders shows. Oh, Sadler, Sadler, rather, yeah. Sadler comes uh, back with the dead rats and saves them. He, oh, he beats Rails back to death. He smashes him in the back of the head with, I guess, his rat, one of his rat devices. Yeah. Yes. And then yes. tells them to get, get out of there. Because Rails back at this moment, like any fucking police officer in the United States of America, is putting two people in the back of a car without telling them why or having any real yes. reason. He's just doing it yeah. to throw around his authority. And then, uh, yeah, our rat boy janitor's had enough of that. He and says, I don't know, fascist, and hits him over the head. <laughs> that was uh, my impression of his uh, accent that he's doing. There. It's more, it's a little something like this. And it's, like, yes. I, it, it's so bad <laughs> I, and all over the place. It's sewer, I think, is the accent. Yeah, it needs it needs like a couple of th- just dollops of Renfield in there. Yes. Like just Igor even like these little Ooh, tiny yeah. little signs there. But incredible work. Oh, you know what I was just realizing that could have been interesting as well. I mean, we've had a few angles on this character of what we could have done, but he could have been like a failed experiment with the like yeah. the like the like sure. the like the uh daughter, you know, and he's yeah. like, yes. "Well, he's good enough to mop around, but he's seek- he's doing it in secret to get his revenge." Lying in wait. Uh we go to James Marsden goes home cuz he wants to get his sister and like confront his parents. And like there's a, a pamphlet there or something. And this is like kind of an I want I don't want your life scene as well. Speaking of varsity blues. Mm, yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because it's like, what What about what do I want? Mom and dad. And never again. Or we talk about Ethan Embry or any of that stuff. That's no. just not in the scene. No. And it's sort of are they also sort of saying here that they're going to do they want to do the procedure on the sister, too? Yeah. I believe two so. for they're one teasing scenario. It. They're, they're, yeah. they're, they're setting it up. But he, uh, Marsden, definitely fucking clocks Bruce Greenwood right, right in the teeth here, which is pretty funny. He punches him right out and, you know, they escape the right. house or whatever. This- but that's when you realize, like, Bruce Greenwood, of course, like, he hasn't had this treatment. Like, you could just beat the shit out of this old guy. Come on. <laughs> sure. <laughs> and then we get the, uh, they get outside and the, the children of the corn are up. Like, all of them are all, like, failings out around the house. And, like, yeah. There's no like uh, nobody like did the parents not look outside and be like, well, that's weird. Yes, that's, uh, exactly. uh, <laughs> uh, boy, I didn't. Uh, why, why are do you kids need a drink or anything? A lemonade or uh, what? See, now, what's going if on? The sister started stripping here. Got them Pardon all me? horny. I oh, and then, they, sure. then the okay, horny Eric. army can maybe descend upon their creator, right? Yeah, yeah. If you got that information <laughs> from Greenwood in a previous scene, yeah, that would be knockout. But you're right. The parents are just like, so uh, is it a gang that he's joining or what's going on here, Bruce? What, what what kind of deal do you give me here, Bruce Greenwood? Hey, Bruce Greenwood, you know, I'm looking outside the study window and I'm seeing a gaggle of kids fucking curb stomping my boy. <laughs> he is getting dog walked. Damn. I was like. All part, of, all part of the procedure, ma'am. Don't worry about it. <laughs> it's fine. That's it. Instead of anesthesia, they beat your kid. Yeah. With, well, we got to tender, tenderize his face before we, you know, insert something into his eye socket. Listen, you, you said you wanted an A student. This is how you get an A student. Okay. I know yeah. you got a B minus. What is like the, the long term goals with this, though? Great That's question. a big problem because it's like, okay, so they're good at 
not really anything. I guess being <laughs> students and doing yeah. blood drives and cookie sales and whatever the yeah. fuck else. But then, like, how is that going to translate into adulthood? Is Are they going to get into politics or, like, yes. you know, well, that well, sort of shit? Oh, yeah. Sadler does have some line to that point, Angelica, where he says something like, oh, yeah, like, if these kids get off the island, you know, and then it literally he trails off. And I was like, then what? <laughs> what? What yeah, will happen if they get off the island? He says, quote, we, you know, like, we can't have these shit birds graduating and going off into the world. That's yeah. what, yeah. yeah. But like, because, okay, why? I mean, obviously <laughs> they're, they have the violence problem. That's not yeah. good. But what else? Like, <laughs> yes, yeah. seriously. They're not vampires. I need to know, it would like, be nice if they were. You know, there needs to be a scene where someone goes into Bruce Greenwood's office or maybe it's an egg principal's office and there's just a big binder that just says, the real plan. Yes. <laughs> Someone fucking just thumbs through that really quickly and we know whatever Bruce Greenwood's final deal is. That would be great. That'd it's be crazy. Nice. I, could, I would even go for James Marsden voiceover at this point. Mm-hmm. Help yep. me out. Oh, yeah. Um, From the past, that'd be great. But that, he they, they knock him out and they knock... Uh, They've gotten Katie home somewhere else, and yeah. they are now in the other nut house that is yes. like not clean, very specifically. Fucking the corners are like running uh, with grime. Mm. Uh, so they they take them back to the off island. It's no, no, a different. It's a at? different. It's nut a facility. House, whatever this is, it's a second grime laboratory that yeah. he has. Yes. <laughs> you you don't want a clean laboratory at all. A number no, one. No, it's the one no, thing no, you don't no. want. Definitely not. And it actually the pers- helps the experiments. They more dirty, more dirt mm-hmm. helps experiments. <laughs> the procedure is it's, uh, something hot. The chip goes in hot into your eyeball, and while we get like you know clockwork orangey stuff going on. With oh, the- do we ever have clockwork shit, man? Somebody <laughs> had a case here. Like, what are you doing? I think and- that was just like the whole '90s because the '90s loved this this little oh, thing yeah. of shit. Like, Strapping someone down and showing them stuff. Yeah. I, I saw so much <laughs> clockwork during this movie because I was looking at my watch. <laughs> so I was like, when, when is this, uh, when is this uh, movie ending? Huh? Uh, I know it's only uh, like 84 minutes, but man, does it feel longer. Uh, and he he cuts, he, he grabbed a scalpel on the way in. He cuts his uh, bandages and then some random scientist is like, oh, can I help you? And he just stabs him in the this, chest. Yes. I'm like, so we're murdering yes, scientists? This is a total recall escape he's pulling here. <laughs> it yes. really is. Because what he stabs him with is the part of the armrest yeah. that's like still oh, okay. tied to his arm. He oh. pulls it out of the chair. And so there's like a like a pole sticking out of it. And that's what he jams which, into that scientist. Which I think is what literally happens in total recall. Uh, might be. I'm and trying to. I rewatched it recently. I can't remember, but it is a total recall esque chair escape. He saves Kitty Holmes, and uh oh, Chug is still in the movie. Everybody, <laughs> Angelica's favorite character, Chug. Yeah, it was He's great when they made shit. the Terminator reference here, because <laughs> like when Chug comes on the screen, they put some of the score in it, but it was just like Chug, 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 <laughs> Chug, 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 Chug. I would like that, but I mean, Angelica, you must like this scene though. I mean, he, he gets walloped and. Blood comes busting out of his you know, brain. It's, it's pretty good. It's funny that scene is very much framed as like, yeah, you, that's right, Katie Holmes. You yeah. get that dude, and yeah. it's like, yeah, you get that piece of shit. Because what the <laughs> fuck is this dude? Like he was. I feel like it just like whatever this surgery did, it just made him worse. Whatever was latent, it just yes. like 
came yeah. to yeah. the surface. Something tells me Chug's parents were kind of putting some money in uh, Bruce Greenwood's pocket there because it doesn't seem like Chug would have been a good candidate for that. I yeah. also, if I'm, if, I'm get, if I'm getting surgery on my poor boy Chug here, I'm like, yo, can we... <laughs> Can we stop calling him Chug now? Like that's half that's of the so reason gross. I'm getting the surgery. I named him Chauncey for a reason. Okay, <laughs> Chauncey. Well, that was your first mistake, Mrs. Chug. <laughs> Don't call me Mrs. Chug. <laughs> that's my daughter-in-law. I'm Mama Chug. <laughs> um, but so he's dead. Because and then you're like, at least last night I was like. Oh, so we're killing these kids? And oh, are we killing these kids, Man, folks? Are we ever? Woo! Oh, and why? <laughs> I guess why not? Yes. I mean, so they, <laughs> they bust out of the uh, of the second lab, the second grime lab, uh, and they uh, are going down the road, and there's a big like line of the blue ribbon squad yes. with yes. Greenwood at the head, like the Professor X. Of these <laughs> shitty X Men, and uh, who are all the same. It's like literally an X Men where they're all the fucking same. Uh, and uh, they're, I mean, they're about to be overtaken before William Sadler shows up, right? Yeah, they're, because yes. uh, they're in the truck with what's his face there, uh, UV. Yes. yes. And, oh, and, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and the sister. The sister's now part right. of yes. it. Now, right. there. Speaking of clockwork, we got a ticking clock now because we got to get to the ferry before it leaves to the mainland. Uh, that's, yes, yeah. it's true. Yeah. And uh, uh, they're about to get caught. And what's his face? Yeah. Uh, William Sadler comes in, really clips Bruce Greenwood with this car. It's a <laughs> good one. Yeah. This, was like, this was like was some funny. fucking Dom Toretto shit, dude, because he jerks that wheel and like the back part of the car just like shoots out and just clips him. So yeah. perfectly done. It's Bruce lovely. Greenwood does not have a hip anymore. Whatever. <laughs> I mean, he might survive that hip, but it, he is not walking right for a long time. And but <laughs> as he's driving into him, uh, he, uh, Greenwood gets a couple of shots off. And yeah, this is the scene where like, uh, uh, you know, all, the other kids are about. He's like, you guys, Mars, uh, like, you guys go without me. I got to check on the janitor. And now it becomes a motorcycle movie out of nowhere. Like James Marsden gets on this motorcycle and is doing yep. like tricks. Yeah, dude, it's insane. There hasn't been a motorcycle in this entire movie. You cannot introduce a mystery motorcycle in the last five to seven minutes of your movie. You can't do it. No, that would be funny if that was the thing him and Ethan Embry did together. Oh, baby. Together, I mean, and, you know and that could have been something dude right like there was a flashback scene where he's teaching him how to do like motocross yeah. jumps or something that would be like, nice and silly but I instead liked that. he is just without ever once mentioning a motorcycle in this movie before right this no. character is riding this thing like he's in the fucking X Games. The brother, it's ridiculous. The, the brother should have died in a motorcycle accident. As well. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, Absolutely. that could have also been something. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Literally um, anything. But um, he gets he catches up to said Sanderson uh, Sadler rather, and he's like, "We gotta go. We, can we save these kids?" And he's like, "No, we can't." And I'm like, "Who are any of you to make this decision?" <laughs> good enough. Good enough for me, janitor. Let's kill all these janitors. <laughs> And he's like, and you can't save me neither because he's been shot in the chest. He's like, if I'm going to die, I'm going to take out like 25 kids with me. Absolutely. Yep. Sorry. Yep. And it's so funny when they go over eventually. That's <laughs> Oh, man. He's got his rat car now. It's got like the <laughs> sound machine all over the rat car. And it's, it's, he's doing a Pied Piper thing. He's getting all these yeah. rats together to follow well, him. Well, 
Well, and like the last Rats, fucking subscriber, to, the last subscriber to Rand Paul's newsletter, he <laughs> screams out, hey, teacher, leave those kids alone <laughs> and oh, fucking yeah. rockets himself. You know, that'd be great if like maybe Bruce Greenwood was a teacher or yeah, a, yeah. an administrator at all. He's, no. he's <laughs> dying. Last words, classic rock. That's the yes, move. Of course. <laughs> Absolutely. Yep, of course. Yep. But it is hilarious. I want to hold your hand. <laughs> <laughs> but that shot, that little cartoon of all the kids like on his car, like yeah. they're jumping on the hood and shit because they're so beckoned by the music and he just drives off this cliff. It's, it's, a, it's a fun shot. This ending is kind of fun, I got to say. It is. It's fucking hilarious. And you know what it reminded me of with them all like maniacally crawling on it like that? It reminded me of how they make the zombies look in World War Z. Mm. Because it's just like a a tidal wave of human bodies jump on this car. And oh man, all of them plummeting. Fucking chef's kiss. (laughs) And uh, now Bruce Greenwood's like, I'm still in the movie. And I'm like, now would be a great time for a parlor scene. But (laughs) no, it's just a fight. Just yes, say tell something. me what's your master plan? <laughs> what is the end game? Why did you start this? What is going yep. on? Yep, any of that. Like this is the time to do it because also Bruce Greenwood, you just got hilariously clipped by that car. Mm-hmm. Your fucking pelvis is dust. You might need a breather here, man. Why don't you oh, take yeah. a few, sit on a log, tell us about everything yeah. that you were doing? And instead of that, I think he's got some. I think he says like science is God at some point because I think mm-hmm. we were kind of leaning into that like oh, you know science, ooh, science and technology. That was that yeah. was a boogeyman in the nineties. Oh yeah, for yes. sure. It's still a boogeyman for a lot of people these that's days. True. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's true. A lot of. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. We haven't talked enough about the mustache. It's really beautiful. Oh my! It's a God. really good looking. It's yep. a really well coiffed. Well, yeah, and he's lean. He's looking great. He sort of looks like a little like Pierce Bras ain't a little bit. Yes, because <laughs> well, he that was his <laughs> excellent. No wait, hang on. I got it. I got it. Oh here it is. He, it's not Pierce Brosnan. He's Pierce Brosnan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he but that was Bruce Greenwood's career in the nineties. He was like the, everybody else passed. Here's Bruce Greenwood, but then he kind of got a little gruffer as he got older, and then he became gruff guy Bruce Greenwood. We love, obviously. Oh, yeah, of course. Fantastic. Oh, yeah. yeah, he's just, he's great. Gruff guy character actor. And yes, he, Angelica, what is the line he says, uh, James Marsden says before he kicks him off the, the thing for no reason? Be the ball. Yeah. <laughs> Thank yes. you. There it is. What? Yeah. No one played any sports in this movie the at ball. all. <laughs> Deleted scene of him and his brother watching Caddyshack a lot. <laughs> yeah, I was really confused by the ball thing. I was like, is there, there is there I some mean, there, scene I blacked there's out? Another, there is another blink and you miss it use of be the ball. I think from Bruce Greenwood, it's it's in maybe the scene at uh, uh, the house when he gets punched in the stomach by Marsden. Sure. It's, it's something where it's like, you know, I'm going to teach you to, you know, be good at school, be a good son, be the, you know, it's in there somewhere. So it's a thing that Greenwood says somewhere in the movie, and he's using it as like a, hey, fuck you. Sure. Yeah. And it's kicks just, him in the face. But it's really whack. It's dumb. It's, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's not, I'm, I'm it's not, not badass su- at all. Dog I'm not shit. supporting it. You know, I'm just trying yeah. to lay out or You're giving what they may have been yeah. thinking they were doing, yes. you know, successfully. The callback. 
The one by which now, they were, they're not successful. Also, the editing right here in this fucking fight. It's so bad. It's insane because there's one part where, like, there's a little bit of the two of them tussle, and then it cuts to Marsden, like, on the ground, and he goes to get up, and Bruce Greenwood, like, grabs his leg from over the cliff, and I was like, when did Bruce Greenwood fall off the cliff? <laughs> yeah, they, they, I they was don't so confused. That. I was so confused. I... I had to play it back again. I was like, wait, did yeah. I look down? Nope. Did the, nope. <laughs> no. Did the test the audience fuck? not like the fight? <laughs> Gotta keep it moving. <laughs> this fight's too it's coherent. Really wild to okay. hear about the production of a movie where there was so much like, oh my God, well, two people in the 300 that were in that auditorium had a problem with whatever. You know, yeah. let's go change. Let's spend thousands of dollars to change it because fucking two idiots had a problem with something. Yeah. But the fall Just is whatever. pretty cool. It the fall good. is pretty good. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. Yeah. He goes right over. I like a it's good awesome. Fall. Oh, yes. yeah. oh, hell yeah. Man. And a good scream with the fall <laughs> Ooh, is important. Nice. Yes. Whatever they use, I, I can't tell what's going on here with the body because I think it's a dummy because these the the limbs in that shot are dangling in a really yes. weird right. way when he goes yeah. over. Like he almost folds like you're trying to fit a corpse into a fucking tiny case or something. It's <laughs> well, weird. He knows he's gonna be one, so he's just trying to get you know all the Let me fold myself it. up now so they can put my body in a little steamer trunk. <laughs> and uh, we're doing motocross stunts yeah. here, Woo! guys. It's cool. One more, Impo- one more Mission Impossible scene to get to Dude. the uh, 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 with the ferry the to ferry. get off the island. And let me tell you something. Somebody speeds up to a ferry port like this, goes over like a ramp and crashes their motorcycle onto this ferry. Guess what? That boat's backing up. Yeah. Exactly. That boat's backing up. Now, You're getting fucking kicked off and probably arrested. Now, yep. I'm sorry. This happens all the time, Freddie. Don't worry. Yeah, no, it's the island. They they just, like, when people want to go, they want to go, buddy. What can I tell you? Yeah, we've had like one of these every week with and a then, motorcycle. And Katie Holmes goes up to him. She's like, well, what do we do now? And he's like, Ugh. we go home. Ugh. She's like, well, where's home? Wherever we want it to be. We're all teenage runaways <laughs> with no money, and it's going to work out great sure. for us. You know what? <laughs> you know what? Everybody's so negative. I'm happy. You know what? I hope in 15 years, these four kids, they're running a very nice polycule out in Portland, Oregon. Sure. It's, they're having the time. They're, they're working on a nice coffee shop slash bookstore uh-huh. maybe they run it who knows maybe they do the books Ooh, that's good but that's him. but that is literally to be like the best case scenario otherwise they're just going insane and like or being killed by bruce Dead Green's, in Greenwood's, a ditch dude Thank bruce you. greenwood's funders whoever's funding bruce greenwood clearly he does not have this money but because it's so uneven like you need an uncle it's like no we could go with my uncle robbie in chicago Yep. You know, he calls early. He's like, if you ever need anything, you can come by and live here with as many albino kids as you want or whatever he wants to say. You know, like something. Yep. Sure, uh-huh. you can come and live with me. You, your little girlfriend, your weird pale friend. Yeah, you can all come. So wait, you- uh, so I assume your parents are dead. Uh, they're not They're not dead? <laughs> so you're just leaving yeah, your parents. Like- <laughs> what is happening there? What the what is yeah. that? What's even ha- also not even, not to be rude, but also Katie Holmes's parents weren't even in on it. No, what is that? Do- well, you you know what? Her family life; those people don't mean anything because the movie sure. is very pointedly like, look at this fucking trailer trash. Yeah, yes. like, yeah. It's like do. when your own friend is like 
calling, introducing you to James Marsden as quote unquote trash is like, damn, bitch, the fuck? Yep. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's yeah. supremely fucked up. And the movie's like, yeah, well, her home life is meaningless because she lives in a trailer. So she could just leave. And oh, it's yeah. just. It's, and so, like, they're getting married, I guess. I, I don't know. <laughs> and it's like, don't do that. That's a terrible idea. <laughs> Awful. The absolute worst. I feel like and we, this, we didn't exaggerate anything. Like, there's so much missing from this movie. Yeah. If, if you folks yeah. watched it, you probably know. If you want a stinger scene ending, it's something that ties some of these loose ends. Not like because you Nick Stahl tested well and you put him in this. And I mean, like, this dangerous minds horse shit Which we're doing like, with the school. We gotta no, thank you. That is no, thank you. It's so racist, just, right? It's, it's so racist. racist. There's it's been so like three black people in the movie and they've just been around and they've had three lines between them. That's fine. And then all of a sudden, it's an urban high school. It's a bad school. Just uh, look around. They're they're that's what they're treating music this in as. the classroom. Well, that's what it is because all of a sudden it cuts to a classroom where you just hear fucking rap music coming from a diegetically placed boombox in the room and every fucking student is a person of color and yes. then it's like the principal walks in black guy there you know and I'm like oh okay movie you're really horribly layered and, on here because now I guess we're going to use this program to make them better if you know what I mean yeah. right like, which is, is that- like uh, <laughs> yeah. yes. Yes. and Nick Stahl being like what a 17 year old teacher now what is going they, on well, with this that's the weird thing where this fucking t- like the teacher or the principal whatever this guy is comes in and he's like alright everybody there's a new student teacher today, and you're not going to give this guy any more shit. You're going to have respect for your new student teacher. And I was like, what? <laughs> they would fucking fold this kid like a slice of pizza, man. Like, no way. I don't know. Oh, horny so strength right. or no, nothing is going. This plan is dying on the vine. It's you just w- fucked. It's so fucked. I'm sorry. That like- should be the stinger is they all beat the fuck out of him. <laughs> That'd be great. That'd be fantastic. <laughs> You because want me to be little- part of a blue ribbon what? <laughs> his fucking Terminator eye goes off at the end of the movie. They should have cut to some kid like, hey, I think that guy's like a robot or something. Let's get him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah it's like, I, what did, sir, what happened to your eye? What the fuck was, what that? was that? Like class in 1999 or something in here. Yeah. So, and, and like, it's not even a sequel setup. It's just like, ooh, it, it continues. It's yeah. it's not a sequel setup. Yeah, it is in the vein. And this is an excellent movie and this movie is not. But it's kind of doing like Donald Sutherland's an alien at the end of Invasion of the Bodies. Yeah. Sure. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. It's, it's that kind of like, uh-oh. Because they're also, boy, it's dumb. They are doing the like the cameras following him walk into the mm-hmm. classroom, but you yeah. don't see his face. And I'm like, oh, oh man, they, they say the stupidest thing. I bet this is like <laughs> it, it, it's an unforced error. They literally just throw it in there. They're like some kid looks at him. He's like, what's he doing here? And I'm like, they know who he is. What the fuck is what? What the, the, is that, going on at all? That kid was a huge in the bedroom head. Okay, I he saw it last oh, week. Shit, is that next? <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! Someone tell Hollywood I found Nick Stahl. He's he's posing as a student teacher. I yeah, found yeah. him. Did any of you guys watch all the way to the end end credits? Oh yeah. no! Did I miss something? Oh no! no just there's a mute. There's you have the the Josh Whedon girl. Just the voice going. Oh. 
you know, meet the musical creatures, da, 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 like just repeating oh, that. Just a little like spooky still. thing for the end of the not spooky movie. Exactly. It's very weird. Like the score turns to like music box kind of eerie shit too. Yeah. Really pathetic. Really yeah, there's awful. A rough there's stuff. a tinkly uh, exorcist omen vibe to a lot of the score like the yeah all over it and uh yeah nothing good the other thing by the way to put put a fucking bullet in this movie's head (laughs) please do (laughs) like nick stall like fucking turns around you know and it freeze frames (laughs) it freeze frames on the reveal Got you where I want you. And the flies start playing. (laughs) Yes, the eerie song, which is not eerie at all, which is the flies got you where I want. Yeah. Like, all right. That's not cool. It's not like things you use freeze frames for a moment of comedy, a moment (laughs) of like celebration to end on some sort of funny like blackout line. None of those things are here. It just literally stops. Like the movie just stops. It's and tired. I am thankful for that. It's tired. <laughs> it was like, okay, we're done, right? Okay. The movie needs to sit down for a while. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. But, yeah, that is the end of this movie, uh, blissfully. Uh, recommendations and final thoughts. Angelica, we'll start with you as our guest this week. I'm so sorry I did this to you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry for what I did. I, I'm going to suggest something, though. Mm. I'm just saying, yeah, don't, don't watch this, y'all. Like, you're... There's certain artifacts of, uh, ooh, I say artifacts of the 90s. That's actually, why did I say that? But there's certain, you know, culture, cultural, just cultural dynamics and fashion and whatever the 90s that comes in and out of style again. But this is something that will never be in style because there's nothing to this. This is like a not movie. It's like a, Fake movie almost. It doesn't even feel real sometimes. And I wasn't even high when I watched it. <laughs> That's, That's how you know it's really fucked but, up. Yeah. So I have I have a peace offering. <laughs> I'm gonna suggest doesn't have to be this spooktacular or next spooktacular or even in the spooktacular. But if you guys do a an episode on the craft and I'm not Ooh. on it. I am going to consider that a slight. Yes. Oh, <laughs> as you should. Yeah. No, you that's, should. that's a great call. We'll definitely have to do that sometime. Yeah. I rewatched it uh, last year, actually. Good movie. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I haven't Not done bad. a rewatch in a couple years. Yeah. It's but, a fun one. you know, I, I really, you know, that's one of those where I was like, oh, Lil Angelica. <laughs> <laughs> figured you were right. Out. You were, girl, look at you. You were so but this again was one where it's like, oh no, little Angelica, why why were you watching this so much? Like, I think I've seen this movie maybe like five or six times. Wow. wow. This is my first time somehow. Yeah. And I don't even know why. I I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, was it really just James Marsden? James Marsden. I think it was a good reason. Look, it's a good reason. Look, a good it reason. The man is good looking. You know what? I make fun <laughs> of like dudes when they're like reviewing movies and I'm like you don't like this fucking movie you don't like this fucking performance you want to fuck this person and I'm not an idiot <laughs> sure um, but see I can is that the honest. blonde reviews that you've been reading <laughs> <laughs> but <Plus>. um <laughs> I mean honestly <laughs> anyway um but you know I can be honest sometimes you just want to like watch a hot 
person walk sure. across the screen, yeah. even if they're wearing ugly ass fucking late nineties clothing. Like woo woo woo. <laughs> Ooh, not a good look. So don't watch this. Live your lives in a better, more holistic fashion, y'all. Like we yeah. only have oh, one life, you, you know. That's very true. Uh, Chris Cabin. Uh, it's a good message, Angelica. And I will also say, d- live your life. Do not watch this movie. <laughs> you do not have to watch this movie. It is uh, just like, as it seems, a, a an attempt to cash in on Scream. It's essentially body snatchers slash Stepford Wives version of Scream. Uh, and uh, it's it's terrible. Even James, beautiful James Marsden, uh, even that can't really save it to me. I will <laughs> I will say if you're going to watch it, watch it with subtitles because there are little tiny things that I found really funny, such as when the blue uh blue ribbon guys come to hang out. They're playing a song on the radio that's just literally a guy saying do do da do 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 da 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 do do da and the subtitles actually just put do do da do do da all over my screen. So that was nice. That was entertaining. The movie itself is not. Uh, Eric Siska. Oh, yeah. No, this movie is trash despite James Marsden being a hot, juicy piece of ass. You do like seeing him walk across the screen. But... But I mean, it's. I think Angelica, you said it well. It just doesn't feel like a movie. There's just. It's like. It feels like you're watching a movie and you keep leaving the room and coming back, but you haven't. Yeah. <laughs> that is so perfect. Yes. Yeah. So that I mean, I'm, so it's not a recommend for me. <laughs> Steve. Yeah. Similarly, uh, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna beat that analogy. It's perfect. I am also really forgiving of teen movies in general specifically teen movies of this era mm-hmm. and i was shocked and i kind of had a i didn't i didn't like this movie growing up i probably saw it once or twice i remember really liking the ending because it's fucking hilarious with william sadler <laughs> going that i can tell you beat for beat uh <laughs> yeah. that kept with me so like i i was really surprised and disappointed by how inept and unfinished and bad this movie was so yes even being so forgiving of late 90s teen movies this shit ain't it, Chief. Uh, yeah. Keep keep looking someplace else. <laughs> yeah, I too am very forgiving of uh, you know late nineties teen stuff, and I feel like, and I'm not saying it would be an across the board or audiences would respond well at all. I just think for me personally, if I saw that 118 minute cut, I think that I would feel it's like a serviceable teen shitty thriller. Hmm. But this, it just it's not a movie. It doesn't feel like a movie. And I would say if you want. Two uh, entertaining and current examples of how well James Marsden has uh, held up over the years. Uh, him on Dead to Me, I think, is truly great. Uh, and him in, in those Sonic movies, he's in the first one more than the second one because the second one's way more like we're just doing the computer characters. But that first movie, he's fucking funny in it, man. And you get to see him doing some comedy in, in 2020. Uh, I guess 21 when the movie came out. But, you know. Totally serviceable, and he's still fucking handsome as hell, mm-hmm. I have to say. Mm-hmm. Still looking good. But that yeah, is going to do it for our convo here uh, on this uh, shitty-ass motion picture, Disturbing <laughs> Behavior. Uh, Angelica, thanks for suggesting it to us, of course. <laughs> and, uh, we are always uh, psyched, of course, to have our good friend back on the program. Uh, open invite whenever you want to come back. But hey, you know, plug uh, where folks can find you and whatnot. On the internet, that is. Your oh, yeah. Work specifically. Yeah. And, not um, weirdos. Yeah, not in person yeah, on like, the internet. Mean, in, in my home. What's, in your, what's your address? So What's your address right now? <laughs> <laughs> no, all your great writing that you do week oh, in yes, and week I out. Do, I do write. Um, yeah, so 
you can basically just find me at Vulture and in the pages of New York Magazine. That's that's where I have my staff job as a critic, uh, where I mostly write just about film and television and, I don't know, have a grand old time doing it. You can <laughs> find me on Twitter talking bullshit um, <laughs> at Angelica Bastien. And I have a newsletter that is um, easy to find and very rarely updated. But when I do <laughs> update it, it's updated with love. It's good you know? stuff when you update it. Yeah. I like reading your newsletter. Oh, you're sweet. Thank you. <laughs> uh, but, you know, for more We Hate Movies content, of course, check out patreon.com slash We Hate Movies. Uh, we have ourselves a We Love Movies episode uh, on Lord of the Rings, The Two Towers. It's a good uh, episode, y'all. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, we just put out this week the Melro drop, so that is out, ready to rock and roll for you folks. And Eric, who we uh, who we talking about on that uh, Gleep Gloss? Oh, the excited. I, I love how I keep plugging this this month because no one could care or even know what this is. <laughs> we Quay. <laughs> Uh, so oh, yeah. yes, it's a basically the episode is me yelling at Chris Cabin for twenty oh. minutes or so. If you could believe it, yeah. yeah. Could you imagine <laughs> and doing oh. a, doing a really don't, special don't, voice that you're yes, all gonna well, really don't love. give it away? Yes, there's a, yeah, I, no, I I debut a, a new impression, which is a very <laughs> oh, good I'm impression. So excited! Yes, oh, man. I'm no, glad you are. You're not gonna be. You're not gonna be. It's gonna haunt your nightmares. Oh God, I'm scared. I'm scared. Uh, but here on the free feed, of course, next Tuesday, the show continues. Steve, what are we talking about then? We uh, It's the spooktacular, ladies and gentlemen. Hell this yeah. is finally coming up, and we're going yeah. to Franchise Town Ooh. each and every week. Oh, uh, yeah. And we are big one. starting with Hellraiser Bloodline. Ooh. Bloodlines with an ass. Bloodline, I think. Is this, the, bloodline is this outer yeah. space or is this the internet? Yes. Oh yeah, outer space. Space. Okay. outer space, outer right. space, royal Adam Scott. You're gonna be just me in what heaven. These hell rates. I, I mean, I'm, I'm such a big fan of, of num- of the first one. Whew, the second yeah. one, I have a soft spot for. And then I'm, and then there's like, then I just don't know what happened. I just don't even well, know. Third one. What good. happens? What happens after that is I mean, they just start taking like scripts that they were receiving and repurposing them to make them Hellraiser yes. movies. So as you watch those sequels go on, yeah. including the one we're going to talk about, really. Well, no, this one's actually still pretty keyed in. But a lot of it is just like a horror movie's happening and then fucking Pinhead shows up with his buddies. like at yeah. the end You know, and I love Pinhead. You know, he gives oh, yeah. you style. He will give you an entrance, okay? <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, definitely. He's and a quite a showman. I, I love a stunt queen. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, Absolutely. I love Hell that yeah. energy. Love you, Pinhead. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so until next week, when we show our love for Pinhead, I'm Andrew Jupin. Steven Seda. Eric Siska. Chris Cabin. Angelica Jade Bastian. Take it easy. That was a HeadGum Podcast.